fitness became cool. Yeah. But now we gotta make wellness cool. And it's like there is some people that's on that verge. Mm-hmm. I see it, but a lot it's of them, there. a lot of people are doing it because it is a trend and not because it's something that they really want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've seen that a lot. I've seen a lot of people that study health do a great job with knowing about it, very informed, but they don't apply it mm. on a consistent basis. So, so it's like, it. right, so you're going to keep going backwards. <clears throat> so it's like you could have been way up here, but you keep cycling back down, so now you're stuck in the middle again. Mm-hmm. But even if you came from there, you're staying stuck now. So it's like you learned a lot and you know a lot, but you're not trying to be consistent with it, so it's not going to really stick where it becomes unconscious. What's up, y'all? DeFoss back with another LT360 podcast here with my newest Florida neighbor, my man, Maniac Mike. Nah, Mike Freeman. This man is uh, my barber, my friend, my calisthenics buddy, guy who got me my first muscle up. Man, uh, my neighbor up north in Cranston, right? right? My Waterman, you know, uh, elementary school training partner. And now all of a sudden, uh, this man moved down here. It's his first week in town. He lives in the building. It's crazy. Right Life is good. Um, Bless. Damn. Yes, sir. What up, y'all? <laughs> first podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> so definitely dope vibes over here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. So you'll see a ton of us content and videos and working out and being crazy and all sorts of shit from me and him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just getting Dangerous started. Dangerous Dylan, Maniac Mike. <laughs> I had to give him a little nickname. You know? <laughs> Dangerous Dylan, Maniac Mike. I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to come over here was to get that energy back, that feel good. Mm-hmm. Like working out in Rhode Island, like I always do my thing. You know what I mean? But like certain energy makes you want to go a little harder, a little further. You know what I mean? It just makes you a little bit more extreme because I don't know. It's not the same routine. It's just yeah, it's a different energy to a different frequency. When you do the same stuff, your body's subconscious. <laughs> go on. Man said he didn't want no you more. You should see water. me with alcohol. That's why I don't drink alcohol, man. Okay. He would tell you. That's funny. Bro, I drank a whole bottle of tequila last night. Oh, that's definitely terrible. Yeah. There's nothing good about that. <laughs> I was it's drinking it. It's Lee's Limitless. You know what I mean? He can do it. <laughs> Y'all can't do it. Y'all gonna get fat. He can. A whole bottle. I didn't drink it with nothing but coconut water. I hate spirits. tequila. Which one was it, though? It was um, El Camino. Because no. I'm not going to lie. I At the 1800, it wasn't bad. But when I had uh, that that most popular one, that Patron. Patron. Oh yeah, my I God. hate Patron. Yo, Patron gives you the worst hangover. It just makes me moody. And I, nothing, too, nothing yeah. ever makes me moody. No, I never made excuses to drink because mm-hmm. I don't drink that much. Yeah, yeah, so every time yeah, I drink, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Patron made me act out of character, I swear to <laughs> God. I know I'm maniac Mike, but this made me a real maniac. I was ready to fight the bouncer. I'm cussing out a female police officer that was very butchy. Called every name in the world. I didn't. I didn't want to, but she she pushed me with the big flashlight. She pushed me right off the curb. Wow. Because I was talking junk to the bouncer, and I never like it was. Yeah. It was all over nothing. Yeah, it was all over. It was Patron. It was all over Patron. <laughs> Blame it on Patron. 
Blame it on the, uh, 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 alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I don't drink it. That's why I'm not a drinker. I, you know, I do marijuana, but that's healthy. I don't care what anybody says. We know. We know. We we are the sciences out there. We, we know. Uh, they still got the naysayers. People don't like smell or whatever, mm-hmm. but it still helps. There's this uh, interesting podcast. You probably like it. It's Joe Rogan did it with um, this Harvard professor and doctor who like on a regular basis, like he does cocaine, he does marijuana, he's done meth and acid and he'll, he uses all of them in microdoses. He does shrooms. So he, he does it drink. for certain experiments. A certain, to, certain, yeah. Because they said, isn't there like something said about like, how drugs were supposed to be used for certain things, but they people abuse it and that's why it's- And that's why it's got this bad rap. And he goes on there and he talks about crack, he's though. a- don't touch I ain't use it, but I, I seen people abuse it. Yeah, and some I don't care if you do it once. He talked about he's like, Yeah, me and my wife want to have like a good Friday night. We'll do some coke and like we'll you know go home and, and have some like good, awesome like sex. He goes, If we wanna, you know, talk about the stars and the interstellars, like we smoke and we hang out together. If we really want to get trippy do, and be artistic instead. I don't know. I, I don't remember all the, the specifics, but they do shrooms together, and he like he microdoses shrooms would, throughout the day. I would day. try shrooms. Yeah, I would. That's say. it. I don't, I wouldn't go any further than that. Maybe DMT to a low dosage of DMT. That's Not that shit. Um, mm. Mike Tyson beyond <laughs> <laughs> the toad. I'll smoke the toad, you know, that Southern tone, that LA stuff, that good shit. I'll smoke that. I'm not going to take the DMT toad that Tyson's taking. <laughs> I love Tyson, but uh, I'm all set. Even with a Charmin, I won't do it. I'll do DMT though. Like, would, you do DMT? would you do ayahuasca? No, that's another one that mm-hmm. I heard people go crazy after. I won't take any chance of where someone goes a little wacky after. Some people go crazy. Other people have the most resonating you know, experience their life that sticks with them and they're the most grateful people. No, I believe it. I just feel like it's something for me, I'd probably be like, all right, give me the little dose of DMT. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to be too extreme when I just want to, because I know it's supposed to cleanse you. They say yeah. it's supposed to like make That's you face I your fears. It's supposed to bring out everything and make mm-hmm. you like really be free. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, all right, I'm down for that. That's mm-hmm. what like the shrooms, and it's funny because I had the young boys, like my little cousin's boys and stuff, I was cutting the head. They're like, yeah, yeah, man, you're already conscious. I don't even know if shrooms would even do anything for you. You're already aware of a lot of things. Because it just opened me up to all the shit you be talking to me about. I'm like, no BS. I'm like, yeah, that's funny, though, because it's like, all right, but I still want to try shrooms. Yeah. I just want to do it with the right it just, scenery um, and people, whatever. That's what I talked to my boy about, too. Just like it. Like, I don't have to, I don't feel like I have to smoke a lot anymore to get into a certain mindset because I realized that that's, it's an assistant to help me get there. And it is propelling me in that way. Like, um, I want to, I want to feel this certain sense of like joy, right? Like this, this certain level of it, then like I used to have to smoke in order to get that. But now I feel like, okay, I know my mind can get there. So I don't need an assistant to get there. I can just get there. And then the same. Yeah, exactly. And then the same thing from the standpoint of like, uh, like shrooms, I feel like it's just going to elevate what I currently know as my ceiling of joy or my ceiling of freedom. 
Right. Like mystery. it's going to open my yeah. brain up to a different level. Like there's always a different level. And then DMT would take it to another level. Right, right. Ayahuasca would take it to so another level. So you never level. tried shrooms yet either? No. All right. But you would though? I would. All right, cool. So we might have to make that happen. Yeah. I do it with you. I don't know about certain people. That are weird. It's like, yeah, I did it. It's like, nah, nigga, you get emotional. You start crying and shit. I don't want to, you know what I mean? I can't be around that. It's like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do all of that. Yeah, we got to find like a, we find like a nature place to do it. To go out in the woods. Right, that's what I heard. Mm. Real nice little spiritual spot. The good beach. vibes, good vibes. Yeah. Right. I heard it lasts for hours. Yeah. It depends on how much you take, right? Like four to eight. I got shit to do today. <laughs> Make sure that shit. Who's gonna babysit my Sarah? My doggy, you know? Sarah's gonna be what? Sarah's Sarah's gonna be on your vibe whenever you're whenever when you're around her. She's gonna be just as Can we get her on shrooms? Too? <laughs> Yo, Sarah on nah. shrooms would be crazy. Nah, man, I'm gonna say we I'd have nightmares shoes. of her biting my face off or something. Right. I don't know. She might just start chipping out like you ain't gonna tell me what to do. Like, yeah. I just get all smart and shit. Like, you know what? I, oh, I'm conscious now. I know what's going on. Oh, you think you're my master, huh? Oh, you think I'm a slave? Bite the shit out you. You know you scared me in the low. I can imagine her smile though. Like her smile would be OD. That's what I was wondering. Would she be the happiest dog ever? Yo, it'd be like the uh it'd be like the Roddy and half baked with motherfucking flying. Yeah. Kill it, kill. (laughs) Kill it, kill. It's like, yo, what you do to my dog? It's killer B. Oh my god. That's so funny. Shit, if we're both on shrooms and Sarah's not, we're definitely gonna hear her really talk to us. Yeah. She would talk to us. She would. It would, it would be it'd be terrible. Because <laughs> we'd be fucked after that for life. Cause then I couldn't ever treat her the same after that. Uh-huh. I could never treat her like I'm the owner now. So you gotta be straight friend she, family. Yeah, she's a friend. She is she's still my yeah. friend and family, but it's still like a there's still a dominance here. It's yeah. still alpha males over here. But if she start we start talking, it's like, damn, I gotta treat her like I can't even talk to her like that. <laughs> That's why I I struggle to do that now. I used to be able to always do that. But I don't know, ever since I started to always open up my mind, become more conscious, like I feel like I can't do that to animals anymore. Like I hate well, estab- I hate establishing that dominance. Well, I, you have to with Rottweilers. When you read up on them and you do research on a Rottweiler, they're very dominant and they're very intelligent. So they're very manipulative too. So they'll take advantage of you. If they know what's going on, they they'll use you. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll see your movements. They see how you move. They they look at everything, man. I'm trying to tell you. You read up on them. It's they're real. They're like humans. That's why I'm like I can't get around shrooms. It'd be over. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like be talking to. Can't even let her sit in the cage. But yeah. she needs to be in the cage because I don't want her to chew up anything. When I'm not paying for the extra stuff because mm-hmm. she's a pup and she's teething. Yeah, that's so, true. You know what I mean? When she's grown, she's they get not. they get sick of toys and everything. Mm-hmm. They go right for the walls, bro. My, my Roddy's number would be eight up anything. Well, we adopted Lexi and we like took her um on a whim and she was she was like a year and a half old and she definitely ate some shit up when the first like month we had her. But after that she was straight. She ate like eyeglasses cases and like She'd be chewing on your keys to your car. Oh, yeah, she <laughs> yeah, she's just weird shit. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely different. I kind of shoes keys thing. Babies always were teething on keys. keys yeah. You know what I mean? So I can see the key thing. Mm-hmm. 
fucked with it. Yeah, she 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 got one pair of shoes when she was young, and I know she wants to live. She nibbled on the dresser mm. and the walls. So I think wood. They love wood. Rottweilers love yeah. wood. That's Can't true. mess with the mulch though. Gotta get them out Just of that. Just get them a stick. Get them some real. Yeah, get them some real wood. They can have any real deal. They'll eat a fucking tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will. Yeah. They'll eat it. That shit's not gonna be sit there after this. It's gonna be going. They'll it's definitely crazy. They chew it up and eat it. We used to get like these sticks and. and the next day, it'd be like, where the fuck did it go? You just see like a little piece of it left. She, she yep. eat the whole Tearing thing. that shit up. <laughs> I was a mess yeah. with a bunch of crumbs everywhere. Eat a fucking two by four. <laughs> That'd be terrible. They might get splinters in the yeah. world for that. Yeah. It's like, nah, don't give them that. That's nah. not that wood. Nah. Gotta be real deal. Real. Wilderness wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No man-made compressed and heated yes. up and cut up. Yeah, you know? None of that. It's crazy that we wake up with just like this lack of understanding that our life could be so different. The most like minuscule like thing, bro. just like that. That's we could have been born every day. We could have been born in the, in a different country. In, uh, we could have not been human. <laughs> like, <That's possible. laughs> you know what I'm saying? The aliens out there <laughs> cleared that shit up. They're crazy. Yeah. It's wild. No, you're right, bro. I, I, I wake up every morning. I swear to God, I'm saying I'm grateful. Thank you. I say thank you every morning. I always, I say it out loud that I'm grateful for everything. You know what I mean? Every day. This you, is not a lie. That's like the way I write pray. write down or no? I write a lot of stuff down, but it's like um, with everything going on now, you know, it's just been moving, getting settled. Yeah. But before I even got here, when I was doing my other job, even like on my break when I was driving the trucks, I'd be in my, you know, I go to my car or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'll be writing down stuff. Always. I got so many notebooks up there of information. Mm-hmm. Stuff that, you know, I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. But I got stuff with the shocker, shockers, everything. Like, Yeah, I want to come up with some more ideas with you on that. Logos and ideas. You see my latest one right there with the, um, this, the compass. Compass. Uh and an anchor in the middle of the heartbeat. Yeah, that one, I see that anchor. So it's basically yeah, yeah, taking, yeah. it's taking this concept right here and replacing the microphone with an anchor and then having north, south, east, and west on the logo as a compass because your heartbeat is guiding you. Your hope mm. and your faith is holding you down. It's anchoring you to the ground, it's grounding you. And then yeah, that's, as- That's definitely dope. As you're, looking and circumnavigating where are you trying to go north stands for nutrition east stands for exercise south stands for spirit and self-awareness and west stands for wealth nice yeah that's definitely awesome crazy sounds so, great this guy man this guy always <laughs> coming up with some new stuff man that's why I, it's I came up with that yeah, man, and that's it's you hard. can go anywhere you want in any direction. You can expand your circle, expand your heartbeat. Yeah, the bigger fire, and the bigger your thing, the bigger the anchor. You know what I'm saying? The more yes, you're sir. anchored. Everything you put together, though, no lie, everything has been fire. There hasn't been one thing that hasn't been like even okay. It's all been dope. Like, look at that. This is serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. The fuck? That's dope, <laughs> bro. I remember drawing that shit. Um, my senior year of college, I was drawing it in, uh, I was sitting in my room and I was just drawing, which I never did. 
Like I've, I've never been a huge person to like just sit there and draw. A little bit when I was in like middle school, but and I was like, oh, this would be dope. I just started going and I was like, damn. And then that whole that turned into that whole entire thing. That was that godly spirit that set you up for just, the future. Just like, yeah, just, I know you don't do this, but guess what? Today is different. Today's the day. Set you up for later. <laughs> Bro, that yeah. was that year. I think back on 2018 all the time. That year for me was so powerful. There was so much that was going on, and just like you know what you're doing right now understanding like i'm gonna make a change it's gonna be huge people aren't gonna understand why i'm doing it but i know that i need to do it i'm about to nothing's gonna hold me back i'm gonna manifest the shit out of it that's exactly how 2018 was for me and it was oh bro it's such a good feeling yeah. such a good feeling and it's crazy how like um you can just put it in your mind and each step of the way you just see it slowly coming it just comes together so for me it's been like the longest journey like for like 13 years of, you know, of fitness, but not knowing where it was going to go to two years ago, 2019, mm -hmm. the year before your episode, yeah. coming here, my first vacation. It's, it's crazy. It's just like, it's just coming here and just accepting the vibe and then meeting great people like Kev, yes. Turbo, you know, John. <clears throat> That fit expo. Others, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Uh, homeboy from Ninja Warrior. Mm -hmm. What's your brother's name? Uh, Diego. Diego. And uh, the other dude, the ball head dude. The one that was in Ninja Warrior. Oh, um, oh no, I can't remember his name. The one, I'm in the picture shaking his yeah, head. Yeah, Steve. He's cool. Yeah, he was super cool. He's definitely cool. We met some great people, man. It's just like it was like magic. It was like, damn, this is like magic. It's like I come out here. It's like be motivated. And you did that though. Like, you know what I mean? You brought that there. Like expos. Like I never even thought of going to one. You, know, <laughs> you always seen them and stuff like you seen Cali Muscle, yeah. all these famous, you know, fitness people doing it. But I was like, damn. It looked dope, but I never like seen it until you said, "Yo, come see me." I'm yeah. like, "Oh hell yeah!" Calm down. It's a good excuse to, you know. I, I let's not forget though, like a big reason that I got into a lot of this shit, especially calisthenics, was because of you. That's dope. Though. Sitting like, in your chair and you got me to do my first fucking muscle up at Waterman. Amazing, bro. Remember that? Yes, I do. I would, I, <laughs> yes, sir. I cheated at Bane. You know what I did? Cause they had the wooden piece. I kicked the side. Then like, I, I, I on the way down, I was like, okay, I'm getting the rhythm. So I was like, learning how to get up there mm -hmm. to go down and get back up again. So don't, don't feel bad. No, no, I really cheated. You was elbowing up. Yeah. I, I, really used <laughs> you used your I was using support. I cheated. I was climbing. I climbed on them up, but I was 220 pounds. Though. Yeah. You were a different animal. That's crazy. It's bro. So speak of this, um, I wanted to show you this. This is, a project that just has some good work done. Oh, that's fire! Out. Damn, he he got you looking like a real Ripped. deal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he did. Hey, but when the sun got you, though, this it yeah, hits though. So I'm gonna show them. Real Looks quick. good. It's fire. So it's a, a new piece. Oh, oh, can you see it? Oh, there it is. Bam! Looks pretty dope. I'll yeah, see, does, see the final. Final piece. Shout out to the world's hours. That's the uh, the dude that's doing. No, he was the one that did. Remember Chris Capon's um, yeah, caricature one. of him dunking. 
Oh, no, no. The, the, it was like three, four years ago. And, um, gosh, I pull I've it up. seen Chris's uh, uh, cartoon image. Yeah, you'll, you'll know this. You'll recognize it as soon as I pull it up. It's in here somewhere. Fuck. He, um, long story short, he did, this is his thing. He did our limitless nutrition in, in CK1 sports thing when 2018, when I came out with my nutrition program, because Chris wanted me to make a nutrition program for his athletes that were all, always asking him about stuff. Um, and he made, he made this for Chris too. Um, so I ended up hitting him up and guess where he lives? Don't tell me Cranston. No, he lives oh. in Deerfield. Oh, right here. All right. He lives here. Say, you know, cause you know, they can do that from anywhere. Yeah. Take a picture, you know. No, it's crazy though, because like that Chris connected with him randomly through Instagram. Right. Just and I was living in mass and Chris was living in Atlanta, Georgia. And he connected with this dude on Instagram who lives in South Florida. And it's right next to him. And now <laughs> all of a sudden, bro, I ha I'm that talking to wild. him like, yo, can you do this piece of work for me? He's like, yeah. I start looking at his profile. He lives fucking 10 minutes up the street. Oh, That's wild. the patterns, man. That's, that's the patterns, man. Bro. Yeah, so we got to talk about them patterns, man, because that's like what it is. It's like when you said, yo, I taught you, I got you to then teach you, but got you to get your first muscle yeah. up. And then you got me to get my first vacation, which was like a fitness vacation for me. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't even like, like a regular, like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna be lazy and do whatever yeah. I want. And it's like, nah, we still working. We still was working, you know what <laughs> I mean? We were still out here training hard. And cause that's what we want our life to be. We don't wanna, we don't wanna be lazy, retired people just like laying on the beach doing nothing. Like we, we love to do what we love to do. Yeah, love movement. Yeah, so movement. like that our, our you know, our picture perfect day is not sitting by the beach with cocktails in our hand. It's no, nah, I can't even sit at the beach. Too, I'd be like, I'll be sitting there like, all right, I'm bored. I like, even it was hot. It's like, they're like, you want to go in the water? I remember the last time when I was here, they was like, oh, you want to go in the water? I'm like, all right, I went in a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to do that. You're trying to go drag, do something. I got, trying my, to drag got a lot of energy. I got to use it. We was in what? Miami, right? We walked out hella far. Yeah, like, was, that's, what, that's what they was trying hey, they was trying to do the same thing. They was trying to give me just like let's swim over to the rocks. I'm like, what? I'm like, isn't there sharks out there? Sharks don't bother people. I'm like, bro, I'm not a Floridian. I don't believe you until I see you over there petting the damn shark without it eating. Without it eating. All right. I don't want to hear that shit. I'm not gonna you, know, you can't tell me, hey, let's swim to the rocks in Florida. It's like in South Florida that that's like, no. Most the sharks are worse and Island. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying. I mean, they got, they birthed their babies down here and shit, but they're more violent. They're more, yeah. When they travel up north, it's to eat. Yeah, that makes sense. It's cold out there, though. I understand. Well, that's why they go in the summer. That's what I'm saying. So when people be in the water in the summer, that's why Jaws was literally about Cape Cod. Cape Cod, Block Island, all those places, Martha yeah, yeah. Vineyard, those are all the most, you know. Yeah, the vicious attacks. Yeah, those are those are where most uh, shark sightings are. They sight some big ones, too, over there, too. Great Whites. They big found ass. Great White over there in Block Island, I heard a couple years ago. Uh-huh. 
Jock's cool, but I'm just not trying to hang with him. Mike Tyson, <laughs> Mike Tyson was on on the toad yeah. when he was down there, and there was all baby sharks. It was fed before, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's different. Definitely different. Mike was over there opening their mouth, <laughs> looking inside, and like, nah, I'm all set. I'm trying to get into free. Imagine if they act up, you just see Mike just banging them. It's <laughs> like, yeah, bang, bang. It's like, over here, left, knocked out everyone. <laughs> I'm trying to get into free diving, though. It's right there. It's on the board. Um, don't they do um right here? Yeah, that's intercoastal. They do the yeah, diving they do stuff. Scuba diving. Room. When I was talking to her, um that sweet older soul the other day, mm-hmm. she was telling me about. She's like, up, oh, up, oh, there's the divers. Up, oh, they're a little late today. I was like, oh, she's on point. <laughs> she's telling me everything. She told me the same thing you told me about the bridges. She's uh-huh. like, yeah, this bridge over here is. This is on the half hours. This is on the quarter. Yeah, I was like, all right, beautiful. You know, she's helping me out though. And she, you know, she was explaining it perfectly because she had the hand movements and everything. Yeah. She was cute. cute. That's funny. She put a braid in her little Yorkie's hair. She's like, you know, they're human hair. She goes, I can braid the hair. I was like, oh, that's sweet. I was over there styling with a little braid, a little stylus, little jacket on. Maybe cool. she'll braid my hair. She would. I'm pretty sure she would. <laughs> She'd probably make us grandma's she, cookies. She'd probably be like, yeah, can I pay you guys to just come visit and hang out? Yeah. Just talk to me. She kept me there for at least an hour. I just, I'm not like that. I'll do I it. I was, while I, I was doing the deliveries, I swear, bro. I did, I had to, I swear to God, I had this older guy. He's like, oh, because I was like, oh, don't worry about the rain. Just be happy. I'm over there. And his wife was just starting to smile. And she's like, he's like, hey, can I hire you to hang with us? It's like, you got a good spirit. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm moving. <laughs> we moving to Florida. <laughs> like, can you believe You're it? like, oh, we'll be down there in a couple of years. <laughs> nah, that shit. Honestly, man, they probably almost. They probably own a place down here. They, nah, they ready to go there. They want to stay there. Mm-hmm. Really? Jeez. Yeah. They was, it. It was a little older. Where were they? I was in Seekonk. I was in Seekonk, Massachusetts. Nice. Beautiful house. Yeah. Cool people. Cool people. Yeah. He had the little stair thing. He was definitely getting up. They was up there. You know what I mean? It was at the age where it's like, uh, we don't know what. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it could be. Still talking, time. still functioning, but not and really, everything. Yeah, yeah, not, you know, slow, 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 slow motion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mentally, mostly. They get, you know, they hide. They said they got a nurse that comes in. Yeah. You know, that's so. Uh, cool yeah. Good vibes. Good vibes. But they, they I'm going to tell you something. Old people definitely need that. Mm-hmm. Like, I. That's actually something to consider too. When you have a good spirit and energy, and if you are, you know, if you get that connection with with the older, because for one, the older people help you out way more than kids you our learn, age. And you learn so much. And you know, I mean, a little older. When you get down to the elderly, like they got so much information, and they already at a pace where they can explain it to you, nice and easy, where you can understand it. You know what I mean? But if you got that, it out in their brain, right, so they can relay it. In a, in a easy to digest kind of understandable way right because they're calm more loving it's different we're over ego tripping like yeah motherfucker you listen pay attention you know what i mean it's like you're doing it wrong listen. <laughs> you're doing it wrong they'll be like no 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 calm down they'll do it like real gentle and stuff so you'll be able, but we can take in consideration of that as a business because rehabilitation movement but also wit you know catering to the way they feel that helps their mind. Mental that will health. help them function better because they have, all right, like they say, when you get sick, mm. they say one of the best medicine is to try to make the, you know, whoever's sick feel happier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what Just I mean? Give them, them love. Laugh. Yeah, give them love. 
Yeah, make them smile because you instantly start to feel better because it's natural. You know, you feel Release better naturally. Endorphins and hormones. Right. And, it, you know, it's get rid of, it's, it's fighting sickness when you mm-hmm. smile. You know, just like they say, it takes more muscles to frown than it and does to smile. smile. You know what I mean? So it's so like if you cater to elderly with their physical and their mental and their spirit, mm-hmm. with giving them that, they might even live longer. Yeah. Um, it's not even just about just the movement. It's just yeah. feeding feeding them that good energy to feel good, to feel alive. Just like a plant when they say play classical music to the mm-hmm. plant. So it grows good, it gets the good high frequency. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, you know? So that's good. That's that's another job in the fitness you can do. No. It don't have sure. to just be physical. I mean a lot both. of a lot of my clients are older. I have an eighty year old client right now. See, that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. But they need they need that. She she's hilarious. She's awesome. Her name's Joyce. She's from Boston. It's not. I didn't meet her, right? Nah. She wasn't at the art. Nah, I'm thinking the Italian lady, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, so she was cool. Um, Joyce is a new client. I just started with her last week. It was our first week, doing two sessions. Nice. How's she feeling? She likes it. Yeah, she was loving it. I even talked to her. I got on the phone with her personal trainer up in Boston. Um, she just had. Oh. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to find out everything. Yeah, yeah, just making sure we're on the same page. Um, he seemed like a cool dude. Um, Christian. So he was checking in with me and like, <clears throat> he wanted to make sure that she was in good hands down here, like right? That. And like, not just like hiring anybody and everybody to, to do what she needs because she's got specific needs. She just had major shoulder surgery. So right. Yeah, so she needs to definitely be looked at for certain things. Yeah, but she's funny, man. I think that's she's dope, though, that he's really that. He took, you know, the time to make yeah. sure. That means he really cared. For sure. Which that's, I really... That's, that's what it's about with, mm-hmm. with fitness and wellness. It's like, do you really care? How many people really care about themselves and want to really be better? Yeah. Or do they that's do it for the look, for the lust, for the time? I gotta get right for summer. Yeah. For the wedding. Are you really well mm-hmm. if you're doing it for a certain short period of time? Is that wellness? No. You know what I mean? I think about that all the time, and you know, I think people need to listen to that and it, it needs to go into their brain like hardcore. Cause it's like, yo, do you really care? Because they say you put all this bullshit in your body and you're not doing nothing to flush it out. Mm. It's like a junkyard. You keep packing it up with shit, what's gonna happen? <laughs> Gonna be over flooded with shit, yeah. <laughs> and that's tend- so that's shit. what your body gonna be, and that's why you get like diseases shit. and you inflammation. Like shit. Yeah, shit. <laughs> shit. No, you, know? you wonder why you got the sicknesses and all these illnesses, and you feel low and you don't feel good. Low vibrations, you feel low. High vibrations, you feel high. Simple. <laughs> it's ABC one two three. Yeah. It's like, but do you care? Like, it's like people say, yeah, love self. And you see these motherfuckers every day cheat day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Defoss here to tell you about my new favorite kitchen appliance. And no, it is not a pan or even a utensil, but instead it is my new pure H2O water filter. It sits behind my kitchen sink. It removes up to 97% of chlorine from my tap water and 77 other contaminants. 
We know that our bodies are made up of 72% water and there is a strong connection between the quality of the water that we intake and the quality and longevity of our life. So we have to make sure it is the cleanest and purest water we can get. With Pure H2O, I know that every time I turn my sink on, I'm getting the best and cleanest water possible. So if you want to learn more, head over to thelimitlesstheory.com slash shop and you can learn more about Pure H2O. I'm sure you will not be disappointed. Adios. It's like, yo, that's not real love. And they oh, I'm trying to live life. You're not living, you're dying. <laughs> and we live to die. So it's like, yeah, I understand that. Why are you trying to cut your time short? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you but living live, is eating stuff you, that makes you live. If you live fast, quite literally, your life is going to be over fast. Live slow. That dude Earl says that. Yeah. Earl Nightingale says, he said he goes, instead of you flying on the highway like a demon, <laughs> dying. Because it was true. He goes, why don't you just take your time getting home? He goes, sit and relax and breathe. I'm like, I'm going 90, right? <laughs> I'm going to work. I, mean, I, mean, yeah, like, you're I, was, like, I was like, all right, all right, Earl. I was like, all right, all right. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> chill it out. Chill it like out. 70. Yeah. <laughs> People down here. Line, the G35 makes you do that. Affinity definitely. Yeah, you don't even know what you're doing. My brother, I let my brother rent it while I came out here, and he said the same. He's like, bro, that shit just wants to go. I'm like, I know. That's why I couldn't give it to my son for his first car, because I'm like, he's going to go right into another car right after a stop sign, because the shit jumps. I'm like, I'm all set. But it's true. We need to, like, slow down. Yeah. Especially me. Maniac Mike. Maniac Mike. <laughs> yeah, but, but you, you are. You're... Uh... I ain't gonna lie, Maniac Mike got me uh, to be right, be healthy. Mm-hmm. Without Maniac Mike, I'd probably be depressed and stressed out and still out of shape. Not doing not what doing, you love, not yeah. living the life that yeah. you imagined. Right? Exactly, exactly. Right yes. now, I'm definitely at a place where it's like, yo, this is it's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm here. And I'm still like trying to be cool about it. <laughs> You guys see me upstairs in my house, I'm bugging out, bugging out, doing a mashed potato and boom walk, I'm running man, I'm break dancing, I'm doing windmills and shit. Express it, man. But it's okay because it's still fitness. Yeah. It's still fitness. It's movement. Nah, but I'm just saying because it's like you set yourself up for something and you do it. Mm -hmm. When you you do that, you feel amazing. That's the endorphins. Bro, when you make a commitment to yourself and you hold true to that and follow through on it, there's no better feeling. And the reason so many people are so mad is because they constantly say, I'm going to do this and they don't do it. I'm going to do this and they don't do it. Even something as simple as like, um, like I'm going to make pasta for dinner and then you get home and you're lazy and you don't do it. Yes. You're defeating, you're, you're defeating yourself. And those because you set it out there, you put it out there, so you're gonna feel you're not gonna feel comfortable when you know you didn't do what you said you was gonna Mm -hmm. do because once it comes out, it's a lie, yeah, exactly, exactly. And nothing, (laughs) I don't care what anybody says, no one feels good if they lie. I don't give a fuck who you are, no, and no one feels good. I don't care if that's your job to lie, (laughs) no one feels good getting lied to, right? And you're lying to yourself, that's the worst part. 
You're punching yourself in the face. And we still all do it. We're human. Yeah. We're part of the distractions. We're imperfect. We're part of the distractions that make Mm. us function a certain way. So, yeah. But it's like... But how many of them are you doing today? But when you get something and really, like... And you do it, it makes you feel tremendously good. It's like, yo, that's not a regular good. That makes you feel extremely good. Like, right now, I feel extremely good. Because you said, yo, I'm moving to Florida. I'm going to make it happen. Two years ago. If people, like, if people who know me, if I cut your hair, whatever, in, in Rhode Island, that are going to watch this, y'all know. I've been saying it two years ago. I was like, shit, y'all got like two to five years I'm trying to make it two. And, and it happened. That's Why? Good. Because I thought about it so much and did everything I was supposed to do, put everything in order. Had you there for the assistance, Haley, too. I can't discredit her. She was definitely a big part of it. She's the main part of all of us. She mostly. got here first, bro. You know what I mean? She's she's the source without even knowing. <laughs> she was the plug. You know what I mean? <laughs> she even knows she was the plug. You know what I mean? And got us all amped up. And she didn't know what she was doing. Magically that. feeling great right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Watch when Kevin comes. Watch when you come, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna punch you dead in your chest. <laughs> <laughs> my bad for not hitting you up though when I went through New York. I didn't even chill in New York though. I felt bad for my dog because it was too packed in the car. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to be uncomfortable. So I'm like, let me drive there straight and we'll make another date because I got to definitely visit the East Coast again and get with Turbo and we got to definitely do something. It's- get all of them down here. This most fun down here, especially I know. like in I know. winter. I was telling Turbo the other day, he's like, yeah, man, you're going to do good. Don't worry about it. I'm like, stop trying to ignore the questions. Man. Like, Just move down. You know you want to, man. Take care of your mama. You will. You'll be good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I just feel like it is magical over here. I really do. Like, some people travel their whole lives and never have ex- no great experience with travel. Excuse me. Besides just vacation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they was drinking. They was having a good time on the beach. They seen, you know, some Hawaiian dances, maybe some Jamaican. Wherever you went, you know, what I mean, Costa Rica, whatever you, whatever you did, but they might have never met nobody special to impact their lives. Every time I came down here, you met. I met special people, not just one, <coughs> but Multiple. people. Yeah, bro, and that's that. That's a like, sign. It was a sign, definitely, and that's what you have to go with. You got to go with your gut. And that's what got me here it was more than anything was the gut. And even when I tried, because I, you know, I'll keep it real. Like I wanted to come here, but didn't feel like I was prepared yet, but I felt like I was forced to, mm. but it was like something I wanted to do, but it was something that I had basically no control over. And I could have did some other places, but I didn't know no other places that felt like this. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why am I just going to go somewhere else that accepts my Sarah, mm-hmm. you know, my dog. Cause when I don't know, accept dogs, especially Roddy's. You know what I mean? When you're renting, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't get no big dogs in there. Mm-hmm. You be blessed. You gotta know somebody. But what got me here was just that for the fact of I know I can get my dog here. I know the energy's good here. I know I got you here, Haley here. I got family member not too far from mm-hmm. here. All over the state too. It's just just knowing that this place brought me great energy, and it's all about what I want to do anyways with wellness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the wellness is everything. It's not just your fitness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You gotta feel good. Mental, mm-hmm. physical, spiritual. Yeah, man, that's... That's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's what you're here for. It's that's better... what we've always been talking about, too. For years. 
since I was 16 and I sat in that fucking chair for the first time in the back corner of Atomic, I was like, who is this brawlic ass dude about to cut my hair? <laughs> before that, I was fat as shit. I was fat as hell, man. I used to walk walk like I was bent over with my big ass hanging out. Man, funny. It's real though. Like people need to know it's real because that's what makes it even better. Mm-hmm. It's like we're not teaching you wellness from somebody that's been healthy his whole life. It's from more of a from my point of view, and for me, it's from a sick, sickly person mm-hmm. that had to keep going. You know what I mean? Keep elevating. Yeah, man. Had to keep like rising up and fighting to be healthy from every aspect. So, paint a picture of you at ten years old. Um, heavy breathing, asthmatic. Uh, just started getting fat then. That's when I started gaining my weight. It was like nine to ten. Um, by thirteen, I was a two hundred pound kid. So let's put it like that. Mm-hmm which is very fat, but I was a big kid. I was like five, nine, but I still was fat. You know what I mean? But it was a lot from, I don't blame it on me being like a sloppy, greedy ass kid. I blame it on the asthmatic steroids. Mm. And it made me swollen. It was like a swollen fat. It wasn't real fat. It was inflammation. You know what I mean? Just built up to all of the bullshit and all of the, all of the drugs and the mixed chemicals they feed, they feed us and shit. You know what I mean? That quick fix. It's not real. It's It's not really curing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's to treat you. It's not to cure you. It's to no. maintain your sickness. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we're yeah. going to keep it there. We're yeah. going to act like we're going to calm it down a little bit, then it's going to come back and it's going to yeah. fuck them up even worse. Because uh-huh. in the long run, I had to fix myself. Mm. Yeah, undoubtedly. <clears throat> That's crazy. So, yeah, 10, yeah, I was, I was a little chubby, but I don't... 10, I had, a, I had a bad year that year. I broke... Um, no, I didn't break my arm. Yeah, I broke my arm in 11. 10 years old, I caught a needle in my freaking uh, a, a nail, sorry, not a needle, a nail in my foot. I stepped on a nail in the yard, so I had to be on crutches for a good part of fifth grade, so that sucked. Yeah, that's tough. Maybe that's what made me get fat after, too. Well, I was just thinking, I mean, um, I wasn't doing shit for a while. Most of it is uh, when you when you see a kid get um, gaining weight, it's a lot of it's just due to inactivity. So yeah. if you're injured, if I was still you, trying to play ball. I was one, I was like doing everything, hopping around. I broke my arm. I was left hand bandit. I know I learned how to shoot and do everything with my left because I broke my my arm. Right you know arm. What I mean? Yeah. I remember when I was fourteen. No, I, I broke, broke my, my left arm, but I had to use it mm. to get it back. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, yeah. so I had to try to do everything with my left. You know. When I was fourteen and I broke my foot, I was I was outside like less than a less than two weeks after i broke my foot and i was i was trying to i was trying to play uh, dangerous dylan (laughs) dangerous dangerous dill um i was playing knockout with Haley and seth in the driveway my dad came out he's like what the fuck are you doing Uh, i'm just hopping around (laughs) (laughs) who you got at me (laughs) people own three-legged dogs leave me down the road (laughs) i'm just trying to i'm just trying to be the best man i'm just trying to be the best that's funny yeah, 10 wasn't like a good year. I remember like that. It was like 13 and on. It was like, like, my, like, started like evolving mind, body, everything. But I was like fat until like high school. When I was in high school, I was like 220, 222. I remember it exactly. At like 16, 15, I started working out with my uh, soccer boy. I was running with him and his sister every other day. They were doing three miles every other day. Yeah, I was keeping up with him too. I was a big dude. I was a big dude, but I could always move and I could always keep up. 
That's why I was like, yo, that fat wasn't real fat. Mm -hmm. It was a swollen fat because I could still break dance. I was doing everything. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Fat kid doing everything. Cop a waiter. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Doing one hand poses. I was chafing that, man. I'm serious. <laughs> crazy fat. I seen my Portuguese uh, older G a couple weeks ago and he was talking about that he was laughing. He said, you was the craziest fat kid. <laughs> I was like, I know. I was like, I know. And I was doing everything skinny kids are doing. There's a lot of them dudes out there, though. That's why, like, that's who I want to cater to. I want to mm -hmm. cater to those that know about that, you know, because it's, it's, it's harder. That are going through it right now. Right. It's harder to comprehend from somebody that's been in shape. You know what I mean? Like, if they don't know, like, if they don't know the battles, you can't really help people that were sick like me. Mm -hmm. like, we got to help ourselves or get inspired by somebody that's like us. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's just like anything, rappers, music, just in general, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People are going to follow what they know is going to work for them. What they can relate to. Right. That's for sure. So when you were, and you grew up in Southside? Uh, I grew up in, yeah, I was born in Southside. I grew up in, in West Elmwood. West End. Yeah, West End. But I was everywhere in Providence. Definitely was in the West End for a little bit. Then I moved to Riverside, East Providence. That's what helped me out a lot. That's when I wanted to, you know, get in shape because that's when I met them. Mm -hmm. You know, my Mexican boy, and uh, it was playing soccer and all of that. And that's what made me like, you know, seeing a couple of kids in EP. They was jacked at kids, mm -hmm. straight jacked. You know what I mean? The wrestlers, and football players, and the lean. Like I, I ain't gonna lie, I did my thing as a fat kid. I had a, I had a real pretty cheerleading uh, girl, <laughs> Stephanie. She she was a cutie pie. You know what I mean? Everybody tried to get her after I was done. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, she's a cheerleader. I was fat, you know what I mean? But she was like, oh, how come you don't play football and basketball? But I was bad. You know, I wasn't like a well-behaved kid because mm -hmm. of all the sicknesses and all of the trauma. You know, you kind of acting off, you know, acting off of that. So, you know, she's like, I want, I want to wear a football jacket or a basketball jacket or something. I'm just like, what the fuck you mean? You an athlete? You know, it's, like, it's like, oh, you don't like this gut? You know what I mean? It's like, you want to be with an athlete for yeah. the simple fact that you want a sweatshirt? Yeah, you want, a jacket? you want to wear the jacket because you're a cheerleader? But, you know, she had every right to want what she wanted. But I'm just saying, like, after, like, me breaking up with her and all of that, you know, I couldn't handle it. I was like, all right, I'm doing all this. I'm bad. I got issues and, yeah. you know. I want you because I don't got people. So it's like, if you don't want me, then get the hell away from me. That's how it was. I didn't care. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. So after that, though, I kind of realized, like, yeah, maybe I need to get in shape. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you can't just be smooth. Like, maybe I should be healthy. I'm breathing heavy and shit and walking around like a duck with my ass out. You know what I mean? I'm like, maybe I should Sweating do Sweating all over in yeah, the bed. Yeah. So, so that was the first time I actually started working out hard. I'm playing ball, too. I'm, I'm decent at basketball. You know what I mean? I was always kind of athletic for a big dude. I can always do like a lot of sports, like mm -hmm. decent, and I can learn real quick. And it's just funny because I was like, all right, I got to get in shape though. And then you started running with your, yeah. your soccer boys? Yeah, I started running with them and I got real thin. I was only doing pull-ups and push-ups with my boy Jacob in the yard. My boy Jacob inspired me to be strong because he would always have us like sit on his back when he's doing push-ups. And uh, he would tell us put bricks in the backpack when he's doing pull-ups on my grandma's rose line and shit. So I was like, yeah, I got to be stronger than this motherfucker. Because he's an ego tripper, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's my boy. I got mad love for him, but he was ego tripping. So, you know, he was all jacked up at like 16. So I was like, yeah, I got to get stronger, man. I was like, I'm over here getting all right. I'm getting all losing weight, but I'm getting skinny. I was like, this dude's all ripped up and strong. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So I started doing that. Then I started getting to the, um, I started seeing, I seen um, pumping iron. 
Mm. And it was over. And then my uncle got me the book. Oh, shit. So I had the book. No one had the book. And it showed all the workouts. I'm like, these workouts are insane. I'm like, what the hell? It's like 10 sets of this, 10 sets. I'm like, hell no. So I'm like, yeah, I ain't going to be a body, but I'll do three sets. Start off and I'm looking up, you know, all the mags, started buying the magazines and stuff. Uh-huh. And then slowly I started building the gym in my house by the time I was 18. Okay. Always going to the wreck. And I got in good shape by 18. And I started some little muscles, I got a little strong. And I fucked my rotator cuff up on creatine. Uh, yeah. You're a kid. Yeah. Going hard though. Get too crazy. Yeah, then I got fat after that. I gave it up. My my uh, shoulder was cut. yeah, all it was a little fucked up. And I, I ain't gonna lie, I got devastated. Then I had to move from Riverside. Then I um moved down to Providence and ended up working over there at the barber shop. Yeah, I just got fatter there when I met my kid's mother. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what happened. It's like I got pregnant with her. She mm-hmm. got pregnant, and I was eating when she was eating and. She gained 80 pounds with a baby, and I legit gained 80 pounds. I was 200 pounds when I met her. But you didn't have a baby? I didn't have no baby. <laughs> Some baby shit. <laughs> I had a food baby. Nah, but it was, it was definitely real. Like, I definitely got mad fat with her. Like, and he's like, yeah, you got pregnant with her. I'm like, I guess so, bro. And a Call of Duty came out, and it was, it was like, damn. Why you got to come out with this? This is mad. I'm hanging out with old people on here. Yeah. This dude named Sir Smoke a lot. Dude was like 50 years old playing video games and talking about smoking weed. I was it was the coolest thing ever to us <laughs> at the time. This is before weed was legal and all of that. How old were you when you when she was pregnant? Oh, uh, she I was 20. You were 20. Yeah, so I didn't start that I gained that weight legit. I ended up being 280 by the time my son was probably about, I want to say about 16 months. Mm. Like a little over, he was a year. You know what I mean? I got to that two eighty, but I was like, oh hell Between no. when she got pregnant and no, she was delivered. He was already out. You know what I mean? No, I'm saying, but you um, ate, you you gained yeah, that eighty right pounds between when she got pregnant and when he was like almost. No, a basically year and when half. I got with her ass. Mm. You know how the Italians get down? They give you a bunch of carbs. You know what I mean? Put the pasta. <laughs> Eggplants and all that, yeah. yeah I guess Especially I'm in eating all the cobs, man, and they feed you. And her mom was had a catering business, so mm-hmm. they just, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh hell yeah, you know. All the fat guy, uh, all the fat boy stuff came mm-hmm. right back. And when she's baking cakes, we're making snacks, and I can cook, and I'm making the best barbecue and fried chicken. They never have. They're real Italians. They never had real fried chicken. They yeah. said we only had KFC. I said you only had KFC. <laughs> fried in some chicken. <laughs> so I fried in some chicken. So I got fat quick. MFC, Plus, you know, Mike's fried chicken. <laughs> it was serious. It's actually, she was like, it was funny because the mom was like, oh my God, this is absolutely delicious. I'm like, mind blown. I'm like, this is, everybody in the hood has this. This is, this, this is like, this is like a, like a daily routine for some people. Yeah. My cousin, I'm not going to say his name, but it's funny. When we was kids, we used to always go to his house in Cotton Court, West End. Mm-hmm. And they have chick. I smell fried chicken every day I was in that house. I'm like, that's all y'all eat? It's fried chicken and freaking box macaroni and cheese? Like, <laughs> terrible. This is what a lot of people eat, man, the low-function communities, you know? That's the biggest thing, man. A lot of, um, that's what a we lot of change. Health, a lot of health-related issues are due to uh, income. Right. They do that purposely, too, by the way. It's Some a, of us know that. It's a sense of control. Right, but um, that was the only thing. Like Bernie used to always talk about that. Bernie Sanders, he would always talk about that. He would talk about how supermarkets would have better quality produce yeah. in certain areas 
other than certain lower frequency areas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you go to suburban areas, the supermarkets are cleaner, they're better, the, the food's fresher. And you go down to the ghettos or the low, you know, low income areas, we'll say, you know, the food product gets worse. But I'm gonna tell you guys some real stuff that I noticed. If it ain't from the farm, green beans always got black dots on them every neighborhood I've ever been in. I don't know if you noticed that, but I've been seeing green beans everywhere. They got black dots on them, looking like the old Ninja Turtle toys. <laughs> right? It's like, yo, I get mad as hell because I be wanting some fresh green beans and I'm like, damn, man. Why these joints all got dots on them? Like they all like seem like they're not fresh. They're all like a darker green. And this I gotta like, put you on to that Florida farms, the fresh organic. See, that's different though. No. I'm talking about just going to any regular market. Yeah, just going to a supermarket. Yeah. Right. And sometimes you'll catch a good one. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But majority rules, old school ninja turtle toys. <laughs> Some of y'all know what I'm, ta- I'm talking about, the one the rubber ones. Y'all know what I'm talking about. 86, baby. 86. <laughs> Teenage mutant ninja turtles. Who's your favorite? Come on, man. What's my name? I was going to say Michelangelo. Yeah, man. And I'm nasty with the nunchucks, too. This is why I picked up pit nunchucks, man. Like, have you seen the new... I like Donatello, too, a lot, because I love the stick. Mm-hmm. I liked all of them. I get it's like hard to pick, but just just because the name was Mike, I had to go with it. You know what I mean? I love pizza, too. Yeah. That was one of the biggest things I had to give up. Coming out here, I had to give up pizza, man. Mm-hmm. I know that pizza ain't shit around. <laughs> pizza's trash right now. Yeah. Thank I mean, God to help me out. I haven't eaten pizza in so long, bro. I haven't eaten pizza since college. That'll be something I'll look forward to when I go back to R.I. Mm-hmm. and visit. Because the pizza's fire. I'll definitely go to my spot, Pizza Fair. You can always go for some Caserta's. Caserta's is fire. You know what I mean? Uh, Rhodes Pizza in Riverside. I'll never forget them either. They got the best Greek pizza I ever had. That pizza's fire out there. Pizza Fair is very similar, but it's still not better than Rhodes. Mm-hmm. That's in Riverside. So it's when I lived over there, it was just been there for years. Mm-hmm. Still with the same owners. I went there and delivered there. It's pretty cool. Like, I ended up getting a job and ended up delivering the area. I haven't been since I was a kid. I was yeah. like, this is mad weird. <laughs> delivered to one of the kids I hung out with, parents and shit. It was crazy. That's wild. Wild. I was like, is it the same owners? Because I don't want this shit if it ain't the same owners. <laughs> I was like, I know how the owners made it. It's like, yeah, it's the same owners. I'm like, all right, I need that codfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. No, I'm serious. I do that because Maria's is different. Not Maria's, um, is it, was it Mar- Mario's? Mario's. On Gansett. I went in and he kept the name. Yeah. Sneaky bastard. Crazy. He kept the name. That's it's not even original. It's not even real Italian. He's yeah. like, it's better. I'm like, it ain't better. <laughs> how, how dare you? I said, let me see your meatball sub. He's like, it's the little meatball. I was like, nah, man. Get no, out that here. ain't real. He's, I'm like, her meatballs was serious. You can see everything in them. You can see the fingerprints like, oh, from man. when she was making them. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah, that real deal. She's the real deal. I was like, Fangu, how y'all like that? Yeah, I've been with Italians. <laughs> I've been with Italians. I um, I grew up with Tony's down the street. I used to love Tony's. The one that's across from uh, Dave's now. Yeah, Dave's yeah. bought them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. He just passed away. God bless his soul. Chris, right? Um, I didn't know his name. Yeah, his name was Chris. But um, the older guy, he was real cool, though. He yeah, definitely, he, really uh, guy. he definitely, uh, was a good dude though. I seen him right before he died, him and his wife, and I was talking to his wife a lot because I was one and got my spinach pies. Yeah. They're the only ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, so good. Excuse me. They're the only ones I can actually get where I'm like actually happy with it. Like, damn. Dave's has good spinach pies. I never even tried this. 
They've been trying. That's one thing I miss about Rhode Island is the Walmarts and the Daves, man. I'm sorry. I do miss my markets. I can't lie. Uh, these Walmarts out here, I'm not Bro, feeling them. The first thing me and Haley do. Walmarts. The first thing me and Haley do when we go home is go to fucking Dave's. <laughs> I love Dave's. It's the first. No, I'm saying like I we land and we <laughs> we were like, yo, Dad, don't I even like go Dave's home yet. Too? Just go to just go so to Dave's. Should not having that much flavor. Dave's pizza is rocking. Dave, yeah, that's so true. It's crazy. The crust, you get that. Uh, I see. I get that fire roasted with all the veggies mm. and the multi-green crust. Oh man, game changer. Yeah, but I can't lie. There's some things I do miss at home, but you know, it's just better for me where I am now. You know, as a whole, in due time, you gotta count. You know what I mean? You gotta add things up. You know, sacrifice. Right? We talked about that earlier. Oh yeah, you know I sacrificed a lot coming here too, but it's all for the greater good. All for the greater good. It's because I believe it that it's gonna happen. That's you know? a big fact. We're gonna talk about that, and um, that's something that I would love to um, build with you in the future. We're building a podcast with certain things. We're just worrying about like just like the real deal wellness. You know what I mean? Where the, the only subject is about that. We has to do with like everything. You know, mm-hmm. mental, physical, spiritual. You know, all as a whole. It's not gonna be boring. We're gonna make it fun, of course. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But I wanted it. to talk to you about that because uh, we can make a series. Yeah, because there's some guys, you got, you got Joe Rogan and stuff like that, but it's like, all right, we're the new guys. You know, it's younger. There's more things going on. People are changing. Everything is changing. There's a lot of fakes that think they're spiritual and they're not. Yeah. Or think they're into wellness and they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not. Well, a lot of people are into fitness and right. into nutrition, but those two things don't equal wellness. Right. Wellness includes going for a swim, meditating, working walking. on breathing, walking, having you know, uh, spiritual connections with different people and animals. And it includes your own uh, mental health, your your relationship with sexual desires, your like all that shit plays in. And people think, no, well, I work out and I take creatine and I, I eat peanut butter and toast and bananas and apples and that's not even nutrition um, health yeah it's not even yeah. nutrition that's what the funny thing is it's like or and then you, you got people that, that be like day. i don't care they, they don't so it's like all right so you're basically fooling yourself mm-hmm. yeah but that goes back to all right for men we're gonna we're gonna target on the men it goes back to sexual desires mm. to me i feel like most men want to do this and look jacked and all of that just to get attention from females, you know what I mean? So they can try to bang everything they see. They don't know they're collecting energy just as well as a female does. Mm-hmm. And that they even trauma women and be like, oh, I'll bang out this broad, whatever. And they, you know, she might be a low frequency girl, whatever. You know, we're, we're gonna keep it real clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But she's carrying all these bad energies and you're just accepting that because she looks a certain way or cause you're fiending for it because some guys don't even care. They'd be like, yeah, I just wanna feel it. You know what I mean? And, and half it's like, of it's like women do it too. We've been subconsciously brainwashed to think that that's what is good or that's what we desire. But we don't desire it truly inside of ourselves. We desire it because our brain has been molded right that way. The cells. Sex yeah. cells. It's just like if, if people want to know you know the truth about sexuality you can go study the monks. 
the monks will teach you that it's only made to make children. <laughs> that was what it was made to, that's, that's, to evolve, to, you know, mm -hmm. plant the seed. It wasn't really meant to, to, to be as pleasurable and exciting and exotic as it is now. You know, and it just made so much money and it made, the, and don't get me wrong, like there's a lot of beauty in it, but it's just it's so like, much. Because there's a lot of people right. that are, um, they call themselves um, free spirits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll call it that. Yeah, that's what they like to call themselves, free spirits. And uh, they feel like it's a, it's a good, you know, form of art. And, you know, certain cultures that do it, it's like, but you're still collecting energy. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, just know what energy you're collecting and you're practicing this art with and how you're going about doing it and how you're doing it and why. Mm. What is your driving force, right? Yeah, man. What's up, Limitless Theory Tribe? Hope you enjoyed the episode. I wanted to take a second to give you an opportunity to save 10% off on anything in the Limitless Theory apparel store. Everything from beach towels to coffee mugs, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and tank tops, and much, much more new styles rolling out all the time. Use code LT10 at checkout for 10% off. LT10 at checkout, all capitalized. For 10% off anything Limitless Theory apparel related. And all you have to do is take a picture and tag us so that you can get 10% off again next time. Peace. There's, I'm going to read this to you. Um, this dude, um, I started following Nick Caputo, my boy Mark, that I've introduced you to before in Mark in America. Um, he lives, we went to college together. He lives up in Boston. He put me onto this dude. And um, he's got all sorts of ones. And one thing that you just said really resonated. I'm looking for a certain thing, but I just came across this. It says, sexual energy is creative energy. We reproduce ourselves in our creative expression. There is no separation between the creator and the creation. The dancer is the dance. Creativity and sexuality are one and the same. Male and female come together for the purpose of creation, which doesn't always have to mean creating more humans. Mm. But it still has to do with the energy. Exactly, but it's right. still the energy exchange that's the major driver, right? Like, what are you, what, what are you trying to get out of it? Are you because trying to get- Because it is each own thing with sexuality, but mm -hmm. it is because in certain cultures, it's like very like, all right, we know certain music will tell you. You know what I mean? You listen mm -hmm. to reggae, Spanish music. If you can understand what some of those Spanish folks are saying, man, and some of the reggae, if you understand it, you don't understand it, you don't even know what's going on behind them words. It's crazy. Real freaky. But that's part of their culture. But as I'm just saying, still, for someone like me, like I did that uh, celibacy for nine months. Mm -hmm. You know, no lie, talking about manifestation. That's it was well worth the wait. What I got after was well worth. <laughs> Bro, so that's it's funny like, as hell. It's like yo, I tried it only because I felt like the more I studied celibacy, I learned how it like gives you so much powers of energy, and it's it one keeps of those... you away from distractions. Oh, so much, and it's also huge from a. Uh, perspective of what we started the podcast talking about like you're committing to something saying I'm not going to do this for this amount of time and you hold that 
true to yourself and you you resist all of those temptations and you build that will and that discipline that alone never mind the actual you know sexual portion of it is it's just ridiculous this is an even crazier thing this is the one i was looking for so look at that picture real quick i'm gonna in this picture i'm gonna read it to you quick i want them to it says female ejaculate is called amrita which means the nectar of bliss the amrita is mostly urine if a woman is in balance is in balanced and alignment and with her essence physically and emotionally it is an elixir of longevity for men a man who is gifted this by a woman can drink it with gratitude and joy this is sacred energetic exchange in which the man is literally consuming the liquid consciousness of the woman okay pretty interesting right yeah it's definitely cool this where do these come from though that's the thing like where's like what's that like what's that from uh i'm not sure i don't know because i just like where the picture is like yeah like the culture that might have put that because you know everybody has their thing on yeah you know what i mean every like different parts of the world yeah i want to know where that would come in a lot of things like all right now a lot of knowledge right that's been on for a long time. Mm-hmm. We all listen to just the English parts, it's yeah. like, but it's all over the world in other other languages. Like and we it's can understand different languages mm-hmm. and read books from other languages. You'll really start seeing like true for life because remember we're the newest country in yeah. the world. Bro, that's so a great point. So it's like I've been doing my Spanish lessons, but it's different. <laughs> yeah, they're shit now. They're damn near like Americans. Spanish is like the most popular people in the world, damn man. Like as I've been thinking about, it, I'm like, damn, I started thinking about how dominant Spanish people are. They always been around in a dominant state just as much as you know what I mean, the top. It's crazy. But even just like from the perspective of working on like expanding your brain, learning a language is so so powerful. I believe it. It's crazy. It's something that I definitely want to do. I want to learn a few. I don't want to just be like, hey, no, just no. learn Spanish. I yeah, just, no. I actually, you know, I want to learn Chinese. Mm-hmm. Mandarin, bro. Southern Chinese. Like, I don't know the specific, but whoever is in Shaolin area, in the Peace mm-hmm. Lands, I need to be in the, the mountains, the healing lands. Mm-hmm. You ever hear about that? No, not specifically. So they talk about uh, this place in Southern China that actually heals you, like physically. Like if you walk the earth barefoot over there in these lands, they can heal your body from any injury. Mm. There was a biography on it on Netflix that me and my boy, his name's Seth too, like your brother. You know what I mean? That were watching it. He left his whole family and everything to go there and he never left because he just felt that he belonged there and he was blessed there and he just felt like it just healed him from everything. He had like bad knees, everything. He said he had all these pains. He said he started walking on it barefoot. I guess he got the information from some of the locals. Mm-hmm. He started practicing what they told him to do. He was out there in the jungle. He still lives there? He still lives there. He said he was never going back to America. Wow. I just want to visit. I'm not going to go there and leave my family and say, hey. But he wanted to be out there in that nature. He said it changed his whole aspect. Life. <laughs> yeah, everything. His whole mindset. He got healed completely. That's crazy. So I want to visit there and I want to learn the language. I don't like to study and train, like real deal. Like, 
suffer. I'll shave my head, the eyebrows, all of that. But I'll humble myself to that experience. Yeah. People will be like, yeah, he's crazy. I don't give a damn. Maniac yeah, Mike. I would. I, I would. Do I would do it. Yeah, because you, once you do all of that. You got no choice but to be humble. You got mm-hmm. no eyebrows. <laughs> you ain't got no eyebrows, bro. I um. You know what I mean? I told you about. It's, it's a different world. So my boy Finn, that was on the podcast three three guests ago, he um he went to study with monks in like this there's this retreat I think it's in. He was there for like six, six months, three months, three months, six months. Um, and he was meditating hours a day, um, doing everything, service, gifting, doing all of the parts of, of yoga, um, all of it. All day he was there for six months. And having him share that experience was ridiculous. And he was like... You know, like my back would be hurting, but you'd have to sit there and meditate. And like eventually, like after weeks and weeks of doing it, like you get body, yeah, your body gets used to it. He's like, it's crazy though. It's amazing how our body adapts to our surroundings and we mold into Mm -hmm. whatever we do. Because it was like me when I started. You know, I've been a barber my whole life, so I started that trucking job. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different experience. So I'm starting to get these pains. Mm -hmm. Like within a month, the pains went away. I'm like, damn, I'll never get these kinks or nothing no more. But it's just yeah. my body wasn't used to it at first and I had to adapt to it. That's true. And when at this age, you were like, oh, damn, these pains ain't going to go away. Yeah. When you did, it's like, you know, your body just wasn't used to it. It had to adapt to it. It's like, don't worry about it. It's not an injury. No. But your body's not used to this. And you're going to be a little sore because you're sitting in the truck. All, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you're, you're in this flex position. Right. This is um, cool. something I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to get to this. Vacuuming? Yeah, the vacuum. I was doing them last night. Um, Exercises. But the way they they dance, like, I don't know. Oh, they do like a little... um, He does the full dance when he does it. It's crazy. Yeah. That shit's wild. Yeah, that's all, like... Yeah, just trying to get that toxins out of breathing and energy. It's, yeah, man. They I'm say that's to, the best way to get tight, though, in the stomach. I've been doing it for three, four months, working on vacuuming, and I noticed too it gets um it can push out a lot of the bloating and the um the the gas that you have taking up space in your uh, in your organs in your um, digestive tract in your small intestine your large intestine your stomach because you have all this empty space but a lot of it gets expanded by nitric oxide and gas right and all of these gases that are getting exchanged as foods being broken down and processed especially shitty food and it stays there right and it's that's the bloating, sticks yeah. that's bloating right and right being able to inflammation too being able to squeeze all of that and vacuum in helps get all of that that extra space out. I definitely believe that. Yeah. Because they say it's one of the best exercises to do. Like any any real deal guy that I ever watched and studied, they they always recommended vacuums for the abdomen. Yeah, and um, the 
Gracie brothers. Do you know the Gracie brothers? The, the, the twins? The jiu-jitsu. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking they're that. like, they're basically the ones who brought Brazilian jiu-jitsu to America. He was telling me about them before. Yeah. Um, they, the, I forget which, I forget which brother would practice that religiously on the beach. He would roll around in the sand. He would be doing it as he's moving and what, vacuums? Yeah, bro. It's while he's rolling around. While he's rolling around. Yeah, he's a bad man. <laughs> he's a bad man. But that makes sense because tightening like that in certain positions, you're getting a good oxygen intake and everything. So if you're getting like caught up or hemmed up, he knows how to breathe even better. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a great idea and technique to actually use to train. Damn, I never even thought about that. He probably rolling around like a maniac doing he's, it too. I mean, they're they're a big they're pretty much the main reason that MMA came to be because all these people started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu and those people got mixed with the kickboxers and that's how MMA started. Like you got Taekwondo and wrestling and, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. Yup. And all that stuff started to come into play, but Brazilian jiu-jitsu, those were the main guys that brought that shit over. And now BJJ is the main ground game for any MMA I know it. successful it's person. Like you got to know it. You have to. Yeah, it's a part of it now. Because it's too easy to to, to submit. Yeah, if, so if you don't know what's... how to strike and he doesn't know how to screw maneuver and do any ground moves, yeah, you're definitely done. Someone's that fast on their feet and they get too low, it's over. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or you throw a punch, they catch it, you're done. They, right. they know how to they know how to take you from that yeah, point and if you're not used around. to any sort of rolling then you're not going to know how to stop them from or you're not going to be aware of how to get out of it right you're, you're not going to see openings right. yeah. you're going to pass out tap out mm-hmm. yep it's crazy i still think about it i, mean, I always wanted time. to fight but i just felt like i did so much of it as a kid that like with the emotional state Doing it in a focused state, it's just not, I don't know, I just don't want to get beat up now. It wouldn't make you feel alive, I don't feel like. Well, I just don't feel like I got a reason to fight anymore. Mm-hmm. Before, I felt like I had to, you know what I mean? But now it's like, ah, I'd rather work on skill, survival, training, you know what I mean? But to just be like, hey, I think I can fight better than you. Let's fight. <laughs> it's ego. Yeah. That goes back to ego. A lot of it is, yeah. Yeah, it's like we need ego, but we don't need it to uh, to prove points. We just need it to survive, or that's what it's basically made for. From from what I know, you know, it's just a survival tool. You know, it makes you feel more secure. They said there's nothing wrong with having an ego, as long as your ego doesn't like outdo like you know what I mean your heart. You know what I mean? That's what that's what I believe in. It's like you don't really want to you know get away from your heart. Yeah, we our do that a lot now. Frequency in our heart is really our aura, right? Our heartbeat is our aura. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what that's the vibration you're giving off, and that's what allows you to connect. That's what allows you to disconnect or not connect with people. To realize that you don't want to share energy, share space. <clears throat> yeah, that was one of the best things I learned was um, even with uh, when it comes to energy and just like knowing. Who to give my energy to and who not to and just like being able to manipulate situations like before like instead of getting emotionally involved i just be like ah whatever i don't really got time so i'll just or if something like you don't want to do 
but you don't want to disappoint somebody, so you just, I don't know, there's like this, I can't explain it to the fullest, just manipulation, but with your emotions, so you don't have to worry about feeling some type of way with your energy, so you can keep your energy for you for good, so you don't have to worry about, like, you, you know, acting out or getting mad at somebody, or you know what I mean, or just trying to prove something, just, you're just wasting it, just wasting it. Yeah. So I learned how to manipulate it. Your energy is uh, precious, right? You gotta share it and, and utilize it on specific things. Right, because you're wasting time when you waste your energy. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you can't time, get it back, you can't get it back. Cannot get time back, bro. When I fell yesterday, I'm all bruised up from my key jabbing me in my in my leg. <laughs> That's crazy how that would happen too. Just like just so happened, the key had to be on that side. And <laughs> just so happened, you stick in the right way to jab yeah. you. It's the worst. I have like three keys in there. One of them is one of those multi-tool things. So it's like a bottle opener. It's a, um, it's a wrench. It's a ruler. It's, it's like a, old, it's a box cutter. Scale, uh, yeah, Swiss Army knife. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> all but the, it just looks like a key. It's <laughs> cool though. Yeah, yeah, it's dope. A little sneaky. Put uh, a pop screw on it. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> fucking beer opener. Yep. Everything. Even though I don't drink beer. Right. Just wine and bottles of tequila. Just I guess. Wine. <laughs> <laughs> box of wine. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe I drank a whole bottle. I can't believe you drank that either. How big was the damn bottle? Let's talk about that. Uh, it was a seven fifty. Seven fifty. So how? Just show me the size. Um, it was one of those like weird shaped bottles. Oh yeah, that comes yeah. Up like so it looked like a little genie bottle. But it was that tall. Yeah, that's that's too much. <laughs> I was just, it, it was, was like a, it was 50, I was going 50 50 coconut water and tequila. You drunk it by yourself? Yes. I don't even share it with you. No. They had their own liquor? Like, damn. Me and Haley had two shots of it the night before. The rest of it I drank last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't do it, so I guess you're going to party hard sometimes, right? It was just, just a weekend. Something you'll never do again, right? No, nah, I mean, you I said don't. you said you felt hungover, right? This morning? Yeah. I mean, kind of. I'm really happy. Uh, I, I'm blessed. I don't get hungover. I can't lie. I can drink mad liquor. I don't get hungover. It's weird. I wake up early the next day. Like, yo, how do you go to bed at three? Woke up at seven. He's going for a walk with his dog. Normal as hell. He even got crust in his eyes. How do you do that shit? Like, I had my contacts in still. <laughs> I woke up. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the extra goo. My boy oh, Josh man. texted me. He was like, because uh, I texted him at 1.30 last night. I said, because uh, we usually work out. We meet at the gym at 7.30 on Sunday morning. I texted him at 1.30. I said, um, I'm going to be late tomorrow, bud. And he texted me at uh, 8 o'clock or 8.15 this morning. And it, I woke up to it at like 9 o'clock. And it said, um, he said, uh, being late and not coming are two totally different things. <laughs> And I was like, bro, I texted him back at nine o'clock. I was like, bro, I'm so sorry. I literally just woke up. <laughs> it happens though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been blessed. It's rare. I don't know why I don't get hangovers. I had um before I left, mm-hmm. had a little go, going away at Bose, Bose Village. Yeah, where I was drunk. <laughs> Everybody's buying me drinks. I had like um, I I think I had three Long Islands. If you got two, you're, you're feeling yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had that with like three shots of goose, uh, one real deal cup of goose meat with no ice, nothing, because I don't drink it with anything. You yeah. know what I mean? I tell them, give me some like pineapple juice on the side. You know what yeah. I mean? 
I'm burning my throat. That's what I usually do with tequila, but... But I was drunk. Like, it was a good drunk. I wasn't sloppy. You know what I mean? I wasn't slurring. (laughs) (laughs) But I woke up perfectly normal the next day. Shut up. And then I... And before I came in and took the drive, I was drinking, but it wasn't as much. Mm -hmm. But I had, like, a few drinks with my people. Mm -hmm. Right before you left. Right before I took off. That's what I'm saying. Next morning, woke up early. You know what I mean? Get everything done and (laughs) took off. Dante last night. drove hours and could have kept going (laughs) if I didn't see a damn deer that was like, yeah, I think you need to take a rest. (laughs) Take a break. You see how we out here. So just go take a nap. Chill out before you hit one of us. Because we're out here. This is our time. That was uh, in South Carolina? (laughs) North Carolina. North Carolina. Um, Um, Smithfield, North Carolina. mm. Can't forget that. Rhode Island got that Smithfield, yeah. That's funny. Crackheads everywhere in the back of that place. (laughs) (laughs) You did say that. I think I was better off with the deer. (laughs) Dodging deer over there watching these crackheads and those steal my stuff. Me and Mike going to be out there with the deer after we take shrooms, like feeding it. Yep, I would. Hey, Uh, in my old neighborhood in Cranston, though, there was a lady with the old fashioned, I swear it was mad funny because it looked like she had a rocket launcher. (laughs) What the fuck? She had the big camera, yes. She had the old school big camera. Boom. I'm like, she must be an old TV cast yeah. over the side. The was, like there, was the a, there was a woman feeding the deer, and here she comes just like that on her knee, like taking videos. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what the hell's going on over here? I'm like, they're making a movie? I'm like, yo, just like, you know what I mean? crazy. I'm like, big ass camcorder. That shit was crazy. Yo, that camcorder had to be like this big. Yeah, in camera. She was like that big. <laughs> she was huge. I'm like, damn. That's funny. It looked like a bazooka. She <laughs> <laughs> was crazy. I was like, this shit like something out of Robocop. This was nuts. Uh, a bazooka. She was huge, bro. That's funny. But I thought it was cool to see that in Cranston, though. Yeah. I'm sure. like, what the hell? I'm like, is that a video tape? I was like, that's, that's a, this lady's. The oldest camcorder ever. She's ancient. That was the I was first like, how could she lift that? <laughs> she was a pro, yeah. She was a straight pro. That's funny. And that had me dying. Because it's right behind Dork. That's why. Oh, yeah. Right at Wellington. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. I was like, oh, how, how is this happening right now? Cranston, you saying that's suburban. That's funny. You know what I miss, bro? I, I'm, uh, those videos were coming up. Remember, I used to go right into your. Um, right behind your house and go to the overpass of 95. Oh, yeah. I love that, that old spot. Rusty Bridge. Yeah, I think someone should make a rap video over there. That'd be I think it'd be a dope spot because it kind of looks kind of dingy, too. So, yeah. like, it don't look as clean. It don't look no, suburban. No, nah, it doesn't at all. It was like, yeah, you better be careful over here. <laughs> There's little holes right to the highway. When, yeah. when I was like, I, I'm, I'm bringing the dog. I'm like, no, you can't go over there. There's a the damn highway. Fall on the 95. Yeah, straight bridge. Right on the 95, you're done. You're demolished. They ain't gonna never recognize you. Over. That's funny. Nah, I, um, that place is fire, though. I Remember I used to go there and make videos all the time? I used to like do a little one minute selfie video and I would talk about like different topics. Be like, yes, sir. Today we're gonna talk about being happy. What's it mean? Blah blah blah. Today we're gonna talk about three simple things you can do to Yeah, you always improve. definitely had some good videos, man, some good motivating. That's what people don't do no more. Yeah. And, and that's that's what we need. So let's do it. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm yeah. here. I'm here now. We got we got a beautiful pool background. Head over to the pool. I was thinking about that too, doing videos at the pool and all of that. I took a nap over there and did some laps today. I swam yeah, that 30 sounds, laps. Sounds great. Oh, 
Just I'm, I'm like a last. I basically been just relaxing for the last couple of days, just trying to like get the vibe, just working out, trying to feel normal here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not trying to make it feel like I'm on vacation. Don't force it. Literally, yeah. just like I live here, so it's like do things you do when you live somewhere. You know but that's mean? the beauty of it. You move down. Like you move down here because you can do different things here that you couldn't do up there. No, most definitely. You know, what walking I'm on the beach every yeah. morning and on that bridge and. Mm-hmm. The sights and everything, even like the, I talked to the guy that we rented the boats from, like always talking to him. Yeah. And he loves Sarah. That's what's up. You know, a little boat connect. I was thinking about doing some, you know, some boat training. Mm-hmm. Why not? Learn how to drive a big ship. Yeah. That stuff, I, I could do it in Rhode Island, but mm-hmm. it's not seasonal and people ain't as accepting mm-hmm. as they are down here with That's certain true. things like that. So, you know what I mean? Like, uh, have a certain character and, mm-hmm. and certain like connection with Rhode Island to. To learn how to you know drive boats down there. Out here, it's just like that dude was looking like a regular dude. He's like, yeah, you should come down here. He's like, yeah, they train to do boats. It's like that's dope. Mm-hmm. Can't do that because it's everywhere. It's on every block here. Like in Rhode Island, you got to go to the you know southern oh, cool part is of Rhode that? Island. Boat shipping. Like, oh, we got your delivery you over there and mm-hmm. down a little speedboat. There you go. <laughs> that's fine. I'm gonna have a job with the, the big ass boats. Dropping off. That's a good idea. I wonder if they got that. I'm like, yo, what y'all need? Electronics, anything. I'm, I'm living on a boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because I love the boat life. You know what I mean? What if you did uh what if you did Maniac Mike's fried chicken on a boat? Hell no. And you just drove am, up and down the intercoast. I'm not cooking. Yeah, I'm like, that's nothing to wellness. <laughs> that's old fat Mike. You know? <laughs> Fat Mike fried chicken. <laughs> oh man, that Fat Mike's fried chicken. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> dot dot dot. I'm skinny now though. Yeah. I'm, I'm healthy now. I've never been so healthy in my life. I've been sick in three years, man. That's a blessing. I've been yep. sick my whole life. Only I've been thing, sick in three years. It's crazy. Only thing I've gotten sick from in the last since twenty seven. 2016 2016 that's the last time you got sick the only thing i've only time i've gotten sick since then was covid last year october so you caught the covid yeah i don't think mm-hmm. you told me that yeah huh? i told you we had it me and Haley both had it mm. was it bad no I was working out and rollerblading and shit by day three. Do you believe it was really COVID? Do you believe it was just like one of the things that... Because COVID does have its own signature, though. Yeah, That's I, the was, only thing. I was very fatigued for the first, like, three days. Like, I slept, I slept like a fucking shitload. My big homie that's in the fitness, uh, Big Miles, uh, he said he called, he said it tore him up. For me, I just got congested. He said he was fatigued first. Fatigued really bad, yeah. But... I think with you and uh, Haley took it bad, you said? No. No, because you know what it is? It's probably because of how healthy you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. I I think I survived because of my intake. Mm-hmm. Teas, herbs, fruits, and veggies, and most of the time for, I was what? I was pescetarian that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't get sick at all. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Allergies, that's what that I was born with allergies. <laughs> but now I'm not even allergic to cats anymore. I was allergic, highly allergic to cats. I didn't even like cats. I love yeah. your cat. Yeah, already is cool. Allergens yeah. change, I think, like every seven years or something like that. Well, our bodies change. 
all around everything. Yeah, every seven years, it's a cycle. You got new skin every 30 days. If your skin looks like shit, it's because you ate like shit. Because the food that you ate quite literally turned into your new skin cells. Mm, that's why they all bubbling up in the face and shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I still look young. Yeah. Y'all think I'm still in my 20s. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty cool, though. I like that. It makes me feel good. Like It was crazy. I was Ubering URI girls bothering me. I'm like, your daddy don't want you in there. <laughs> with a 33-year-old man. What's wrong with you, girl? Come out of here. Don't you want to come and smoke with us? No. I'm talking about, I don't even know what the hell to talk about. Nineteen. <laughs> Dudes have been like, yeah, we've been up in there. They're legal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the whole, you know what I mean? What they're taught. Yeah, that's crazy. It really is. It's wild. I'm all set. Like, the immaturity. Like, and I know that goes back in even the religion, like, in the Bible. Like, you know, Mary was, what, 14 when she got married? 13? For real? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Abraham was, like, 80, 90. He's, like, an old man. But I'm only going to do this. I'm going to keep it really real from every aspect of understanding life from what I know it as, not as what I think it should be or, but what I know it as is back in ancient times, women were a lot more mature than they are now. And for the fact that they said God makes no mistakes if if uh, an animal can have a baby as soon as it has its period and a female can, like a, you know, a human can, Mm -hmm. then there's really no difference. It's just about you know what I mean? I guess how you do it. But I guess they're saying like if the God makes no mistakes and it made her be able to have a baby by 12 then that's what it was supposed to be. Mm. Which is scary for us guys now in this new day because in this new day we would never think of our 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. We don't even want them thinking about mm-hmm. maybe shit at 18. You don't even want your girl, your daughter to have a baby. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like oh, just to even be out there like that. So it's just crazy, but in ancient times, I can even remember in the 90s, I'm going to keep it real, when I was in Providence in school, I remember a girl escaped with some man back to Puerto Rico when she was 13, mm-hmm. and he was like 30. And it was like the norm. I remember uh, DMX, let's keep it real. DMX mm-hmm. put it in belly. He was getting basically oral yeah. sex from a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. I had a 13-year-old pregnant in my class in seventh grade. So that's what I'm saying. But he was, was supposedly an adult. And yeah. when he was playing, he was 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or saying in his 20s, she was 16. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You know what I mean? So it's like that kind of was like part of their life. I don't agree with it. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm just saying as far as like time shows, the maturity levels are totally different. And what life is is totally different. Yeah. Everything was set up then too. Like yep. marriages was arranged, you know, everything was all in it community. A lot of marriages were really marriages were really so that pe- people could um, have power, right? So you you had kings arranging their daughters' marriages so that they could have presence in that land so that they could potentially take over that land. Hmm. That makes sense. That's what they're doing with kings and queens. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, you know, you can have my daughter in essence right. for the fact that um, I partially own the land now. Right. Like that kind of thing. Limitless Fitness family, this one is for you. If you are a weekend warrior, a fitness enthusiast, a fitness professional, 
or an athlete, young or old, it does not matter if you are trying to get fit or stay fit or improve your fitness levels, head over to ck1bands.com and grab yourself a pair or set or single band because a resistance band is one of the most efficient pieces of fitness equipment that you can use anytime anywhere any place and you can bring with you almost anywhere you travel so head over to ck1bands.com and use the code limitless all capitalized for a special discount at checkout please go support chris everything he's doing chris capon was a high school teammate of mine a lifelong friend and the first guest on the lt360 podcast he is the creator and founder of ck1 sports if you have not listened to that podcast i highly suggest you go do that and after you do or while you are listening or watching it head over to ck1bands.com and grab yourself some bands i use these things every day with my clients and they never disappoint for the kingdom right right no you're right that's exactly Mm -hmm. yeah it's just crazy though like like i said i don't agree with it it's not my era but it just goes to show like how time actually still always presents itself because we still have the newest country we have a lot to and learn. We are bro. we are oh the God. evolution of man, and we're actually in the most abundant land in the world. That we need to recognize that because you know there's a lot of people out here that's always worried about their lows, but they're not thinking about how to get to the highs mm. because they're stuck in the lows. You know what I mean? They, just, they think it's forever. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's, it's it. only part of you're basically you're molding because you keep saying it is what it is. So the lower you feel, the lower it goes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like we gotta teach we gotta teach something different. Yeah, and it takes more energy to frown than to smile, right? Right. But we gotta start from the young well, the young people, kids. People like to frown now. It's crazy. But you gotta you gotta start from the young kids. They're the right. ones that are gonna change and evolve and you need to not you can't worry about the people that are older because they are going to take a longer time to change. It's going to be more energy needed in order to change them, in order for them to come to these, you know, realizations. But by making somebody who's more impressionable at a young age understand their true infinite potential, then in how to lock into it, how to open up what the keys are to those locks, then they have much more you can create it within 10 years a future of young adults that can now go out and change those older people right now you have more people to do so plus the, the kids of the future anyways they're going to be the ones in charge so you might as well exactly. target them anyways you exactly know, the more information i learned that's the only thing that i cared about doing it from legacy mm-hmm. was to be able to give it back yeah so it can help us when we're old mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if we don't help these young folks, what are they going to do when they're in control and we're old? They're going to take care of us? No. And that's what it comes down to. It's like the the better information that you have, the better we can change the world with. It's like, but you have to deliver in a way where they accept it. That's another thing. Well, that's, you know? that's what all these people in power have gotten really good at is delivering bad 
energy and vibe and tone and education in a way that people think is good and people think is um uh, okay, entertaining sure. right and they yeah they think it's entertaining so they accept it but it's subconscious brainwashing and they don't they don't see it but like i've always said something as simple as like nutrition if i if i can impress upon an eight-year-old kid that he needs to eat this this and this he goes home now he's going to ask for those foods so if his parents are now you know wanting to please their child they're going to buy them those foods right and we see them do it all the time for bad foods okay well what if we make that kid desire good foods now the parent is going to please them by buying those good foods and naturally they're going to start to buy more of them and eat more of them themselves right so you have some overweight you know mom and dad that now has an eight-year-old that really cares about his health and that eight-year-old is asking for certain foods they're going to sacrifice and buy him those foods and they're going to naturally over time start to change the way they're eating as well Right. And what's in the house, what's what's around, because if they're buying them Oreos, now the parents that are overweight and don't need Oreos are going to see Oreos and be more likely to eat them, even though they bought them. No, you're 100% right. Because right. even like when I buy my kids snacks, even if I don't want them, I'm like, oh, look how good those snacks look. Yeah. It's like, damn, I wish when I was a kid I had a house full of snacks like this, but it's like, it's, it's like, yeah, you're going to want to, you're going to want to taste it. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're a smoker. Temptations there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get keep it real though. Like uh after drinking, I feel like I get more urges to eat garbage than I do when I smoke, to be mm -hmm. honest. Because I love like fruit when I smoke. Oh my god. But when Straight I drink when, when I drink, I want to eat all garbage. All the cheese steaks, sugary pizza, mm -hmm. fried chicken. Mike's fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's fried chicken on yeah. the boat. <laughs> yeah, man. No, nah, you're right. So it's like Nah, you're right though. It, 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 but we definitely gonna target these kids and just make them feel better about like you know you gotta make it you gotta trend it you gotta mm -hmm. make it cool just Trendy. like but fitness became cool yeah but now we gotta make wellness cool, cool. and it's like there is some people that's on that verge mm -hmm. I see it but a lot of them there. a lot of people are doing it because it is a trend and not because it's something that they really want to do yeah. you know what I mean and I've seen that a lot I've seen a lot of people that study health do a great job with knowing about it, very informed, but they don't apply it mm. on a consistent basis. So, so it's life. like, right, so you're gonna keep going backwards. <clears throat> so it's like, you could have been way up here, but you keep cycling back down, so now you're stuck in the middle again. Mm -hmm. But even if you came from there, you're staying stuck now. So it's like, you learned a lot and you know a lot, but you're not trying to be consistent with it. So it's not going to really stick where it becomes unconscious Yeah, and it's to your actions. So it's like, you got to put it into play. Yeah. You, you can't just know. Well, you got to love you. You got to take action on it. You got to love you for it. You got to mm -hmm. do it because it's real. You can't do it because, oh, it's cool. And because a lot of people do things because they feel like they're different. Right. And they'd be like, oh, well, let me go see. I'm into this. Mm -hmm. or I'm into that. And there's no disrespect out there. But I feel like the gay world's like that. I'm being honest. The same me just I have no problem with gay people or anybody that choose to put their sexual business anywhere else other than what we think it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Because everything is not a fact. Everything's mm -hmm. just at the end of the day is an opinion and a thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, I feel like the gay thing is more of a trend now than it is real with some of these people. 
I feel like some of them feel like they was outcast and they had nowhere to go and they feel like, well, maybe I'm gay. Just like that dude uh, Macklemore said, right? Mm. When he was like, he, what do you say? Uh, we say in fifth grade, he said he thought he was gay because he felt like he was different and he said he wasn't. Interesting. Now I tell you, I met this gentleman that saying he was gay at first and then I was calling him his name and he was like, don't call me that no more. That was my gay name. I'm not gay anymore. So I'm laughing. He's like, no, I'm serious. Like he really got not upset, but he yeah. got like, like, no, I'm serious. Like, I'm really not doing that no more. Like, I'm be honest with you because I just felt like it's, you know, I'm at an age now I can be free. But he goes, I got raped in jail. And I felt like that was something I had to do. Uh, I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like as an adult, yeah. not a kid that's making fun of anybody or feeling like, oh yeah, let's get whatever. You know what I mean? As an adult to understand that was like, yo, that's the trauma that did that to him. Mm-hmm. Trauma made him want to be something that he really wasn't because he felt like he had to be because of what happened to him. So how many kids that could have happened to when they was little yeah. that could think that that's who they are or just didn't fit into certain things and think that's who they are because they feel like they didn't fit in with other teams. That's true. Like I said, there's it's no discrimination. It's just like anything, in. just trends. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are trying to fit in. Some to trans people are gay. I'm not mad at gay people at all. You know yeah. what I mean? If, if that's naturally who you are, that's your business and nothing wrong with it. To me, everybody has the right to be whoever the hell they want to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if I want to be Michelangelo Ninja Turtle, and y'all see me flipping around on bars, leave me the hell alone. Let me have fun in the gym and be Michelangelo in the damn gym. That's my joy. You know what I mean? Yo, you know what irks me, bro, is when people say, oh, you showing off. I think it's hilarious. I'm like, yo, if you hung out with me and this kid in the playground, you would have never said that. You would have been following me all over the damn playground trying to have fun with me. Yeah, well, I, I can't stand, like the showing off concept. I'm not showing off. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, and you know me, I don't attract attention. Like I'm not, I'm not out here like, yo, look at what I can do, bro. Yeah, right, right. That's not who I am whatsoever. I look like that, but I'm not, I didn't care less. I just enjoy me and I want yes. people to be motivated and enjoy themselves. That's what, but, but, if, but if people see me doing something, I, I was not talking to them. My energy was not shared. My space was not shared with them. I'm just doing my thing in the gym and they come over. Oh, showing off, huh? So you know no. people don't say that shit to me. No, like I am not showing off. I'm doing something that I'm capable of doing. You doing a basic acts ex like a basic acts exercise is your capability. That's your limitation. That's yeah. as far as you've got. That's your ways. That's I'm not I'm not movement. coming over to say, oh, you showing off that you can do that. Right. Like when someone bench presses mad weight or squats mad weights or deadlifts. It's not showing so like, off. Oh, he's it's, showing off. Like, they're no, trying to get improve. better. Exactly. They're trying to get better. And that, um, they, that's I what they somebody, have to do. Yo, it was mad funny because you know how I am. Mm-hmm. Maniac Mike. <laughs> so yeah, I've been aggressive my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The dude comes at me on Instagram. He's cool though. He's like, damn, you be doing the most. And he's like, yeah, extra. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm extra. I definitely do the most. And guess what? I get the most results and extra results. <laughs> so yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm evolving. That. I'm getting better. And it's like, yo, you work on something each year, just like Kobe did. Mm-hmm. Would you guys call Kobe a show off? You know what I mean? Would they call MJ a show off? Some people might have, but you know, they're just doing their thing when they're doing it. That's like saying a break dancer is showing off when he can do something that no one else can do. Yeah, no, he's just, just like doing what he gym. likes to We're do. Doing what we yeah. like to, it's just our playground. You pick and I choose what the hell you want to do. I the rings or I, you know, fucking throw around some steel mace. Like, 
that doesn't make me a show off. That's just me exploring what my capabilities are. And I'm sorry they're further than yours because I've decided to explore them more. So I think I do things not just for a challenge because I think it looks fun. So it's like when I do some extreme stuff, when they see me spinning, I always wanted to do it because it would make it me feel fun. like I'm a ninja. Like I can feel like I like can spin. Kid. Like I wish I can just jump in the air and do that shit. Yeah. I can't, but so I can do it on a pull-up bar. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, what's wrong with you being creative in any atmosphere you choose to train in? That's like you get mad at a martial artist too. Yeah. You broke the wood. Oh, he's showing off. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get his fist right, man. He's trying to get strong, man. He's trying to get that chi energy. But it's cool because that's what people do that because of their own insecurities of feeling like they're not capable of doing mm-hmm. either what you're doing they or to get to the it. next level of themselves. Yeah. Which is like, we can't let you get mad because they don't know what they're doing. They just can't even help it. Yeah. That's part of their distractions. But of, you know what I mean? Your, your light gives other people the right to explore theirs. And that's what, like, that's why... I find joy in me exploring that stuff because now you, one person may sit there and be closed minded and say you're showing off and another kid might be walking by at the same time and saying like, damn, I want to be like that. Yeah. Say, Go, you know what I'm saying? Learn. Yeah. And that all of a sudden that ignites a fire for someone to learn. Someone else who's closed minded and didn't want to because they thought I was showing off. They don't think they're capable of it. Right. They just haven't put the time to, to do it. Right. I remember when I was doing them, nobody was doing them. No one was doing muscle ups before. It's like now everybody wants. To. Everybody wants to. Well, everybody can do them. Like there's a lot of people that can do them now. But I just remember when like people wasn't doing it. Where I'm from, because you know that's been around for a minute. But you know where we're from, no one was doing them. You know what I mean? And I remember only one person. You know, someone close was like, "Oh, you trying to show off?" I was like, "Try it." I was like, "It works muscle." I was like, "It's called a muscle up. It builds muscle." I'm like. Why do you think that's a show-off? You know what I mean? Oh, it's just a little extra. It's like something you can't do. It's like, you could do it. You just got to try it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just not extra. It's just, you know what I mean? It's just something that looks fun. And I wanted to do it. I wanted to be on top of the world. I felt like doing that, you can be really strong when you do that. It's like anybody can be ready to pull up. Yeah. Let me see you get above the bar. Well, people can't. I help them do pull-ups. And people are like, oh, it's showing off. No. And guess, and I was inspired by my little brother. Mm-hmm. I was on the weights. I was being a muscle head. But I was hanging out with savages that wanted the ego trip. You know what I mean? That still do it. All my big muscle head boys, my OGs, <laughs> and all that—they're all monsters. They come from that that Arnold era. Yeah. I get it. I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be a big monster that's gonna be a fat old guy. I want to be athletic. All you big monsters turn up big fat guys. Let's be honest. That's not wellness. It's mm-hmm. not healthy. You want to be 70 years old, like 260 pounds because you was jacked before and now you're all fat and you look like <laughs> shit in a suit. Couldn't keep it up. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't want to look like that. My uncle did. My, my, my brother inspired me to do calisthenics. You know what I mean? My little brother, he looked great. He, he looks great again. Fell off a little bit, came back and was killing him again. Mm-hmm. But he suited me up and then I seen all my boys start to do it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn. Then I see my little cousin, Dre, 13 years old. Bad man, Dre Roar. <laughs> that boy, Dre Roar. He got music out now. That kid did a muscle up at 13 years old. I said, if he can do it, I'm doing this. This is, this is, you know what I mean? And that's what got me like, really like, all right, let me do, and I fell in love with calisthenics. Cause knowing your own body weight and body movement, it reminded me of as a kid when I used to try to break dance and do copper weight and all of that stuff. I was like, all right, this is your own body weight you're moving with. And it's fun. It's hella fun. So it's like, yo, that's what we do it for. It's not 
and he got to me try to show it. off. And you know, it's not to be honest for you guys. Like I told Homeboy, it's like I use it for my advantage. Like girls like seeing it, whatever. Like they do like it. You know, don't get me wrong, because they see how athletic you are. Obviously, they get aroused by that. But that was the truth. Like, but I didn't do it for that. Mm. <laughs> it just it it's has a advantages. Has its advantages. Just you knowing how to move has an advantage. A girl sees a way a man can dance crazy. It's it's the same thing. It's movements. You know what I mean? And it's more, way more healthier. You know what I mean? So it's Yo, like watching a girl that can dance is like, damn. Right. Yeah, any any yeah. from any culture. If they really know how to move yeah. with the rhythm, it's beautiful because mm-hmm. it's art. Yeah, exactly. So it's like what we do is physical art. expression. Yeah. It's physical expression. That's it. Right. It's no different than yoga movements or anything. That's like it's yoga showing off. That shit's crazy. That shit's more hard than the shit we do. Mm-hmm. You see people putting their heads over, head over their head. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got their head sticking out and their crotches and everything wrapped around it. Like, that's crazy to me. I was Looking in, like a scorpion. I was in a yoga class on Friday night, and uh, some of the chicks in there were doing some crazy stuff. I believe it out here, though. I can only imagine out here. Oh, yeah. Did you, do you follow that girl from New York that um, I follow? Um, that I met from Turbo Miss Toasty? No. She's a beast. Yoga, she's a yoga chick, or she's a calisthenic she's a chick. Calisthenic girl. That's what's up. There's a girl. Uh, she EJ makes Inc. she makes us look like we we can't even do anything. We <laughs> just look like straight losers next to her. That's she's the, a she's 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 a bad chick, man. She, that's the thing. There's levels to this shit, bro. Like every there's always somebody better. There's but my point somebody. is, when a guy says to you, another guy, when you're doing minimal calis like minimum calisthenic yeah, work movements. Yeah, thinking like you're nice. It's like we don't even think we're nice. We're just trying to get better. There's a girl out there that's ten times better than us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a female. She ain't showing off. She's having a blast. You know what I mean? It's you're just fun. Best life. Yeah. It's just fun shit. And it's crazy. But I, 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 my uh, advice to you is don't, don't let it bother you. I just laugh at them. Yeah, you know. I, I don't even let. I don't let them get to me no more, man. I mean, it, it just it's it's been something. I remember the first time someone really said that to me and it resonated i was in fifth grade i remember this chick turning around in gym class and saying something to me so showing off and that has stuck with me i still can see us in the cafeteria at waterman her turning around <laughs> saying it her face i still remember that it's because i was blessed and always around sports and had older you know brothers and sisters and was always able to do things with my body that a lot of people couldn't do as a kid. Yeah, you was always athletic. I was always athletic. People always were coming at me like that. And then I remember from, oh, that pissed me off so much, bro. That chick um, Amanda got me so heated. So that's just telling, showing off. Bro. Alfredo like, um, targeted something when he asked me that question the other day. And then he said about his boy's response, or the guys, the gentleman's response about not being seen. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, Sometimes people need to be seen to feel good. So it's like, even if you don't care about it, sometimes you might need it just to boost your own ego to get to the next level also. So it's like, sometimes like, you know, the whole thing of showing off or whatever, sometimes we need to show out who we are, what we got to inspire anyways, and to motivate others and to fulfill a need in yourself. yourself. So it's like, yo, you can't really get mad it's like, it's like, you don't need to show everybody's like, whether this sometimes if you really love something, you're going to do it whether someone, there's nobody there or when everybody's there. 
It's like them guys that do the handstands everywhere, pull-ups yeah. everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yo. That's me. Weird. It's like, not really, though. Nah, like, we nah. don't go crazy. These guys, some of these guys just have a daily routine, bugging out. Yeah. You well, know like, what I mean? It's I, amazing, though. I was getting the handstands a lot. Like, we were on a yacht, and I was doing a handstand. But we that's fine, because you're learning balance everywhere. Yeah. That's, that's a, something that you're not, that's not like, oh, he's showing off. Like, I get so soup. Like, I, my boy, uh, Andrew, I miss him. He's a good dude that I met. Not even that long ago either for working out. He's a beast. Okay. He's a young Up beast. North. Yeah, yeah. He's um I I think I he was one of my last customers I cut before I even left. But he's a he's a new client, but I knew him for a couple of years from LA Fitness. Okay. From the kids that remember I don't know if you remember the kids that we trained with in the corner over there. There was a kid, Callie mm-hmm. and uh uh Scope, the their tattoo artist. Okay. So I met I met that other kid, Andrew, from them. From them. So Andrew said he had martial art history. I think he did karate or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's sick athletically. Like, he stands on top of the bar. So he was, like, the first kid I met from Rhode Island doing that with muscle. You know what I mean? But he's a hard worker. He's mad humble. And he's all about Jesus and God. That's all he talks about. Is he owns his own business. He's 22 years old. He owns his own business. And he's all about Jesus and God. He doesn't. But if, if, if the average person seen him in the gym, they'd be like, who's showing off? No. He's having fun. The dude's a serious dude. He works hard. And he's just generally a good-ass, blessed soul, just like you. You know what I mean? The only he cares about is good things and hard work. Because that's what he was raised. Yeah. So why would he be a show-off? He's just capable of doing things the average person can't do. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he does it effortless, and he has a blast doing it. And he's doing it so that he can get better and do even more crazy Right. And then when he comes down off that bar, he's smiling. Yeah. He's happy. He's smiling. He's not looking around like to see if anybody was looking at anything. He's just doing it for him. And that's what I'm like, I don't give a damn who we don't mm-hmm. care. It's like we'll be at a park by us. It started at Brown Street when there was nobody there. <laughs> nobody used to go there. Yeah, when we first went there, nobody was there. Yeah. It wasn't as popular. Like we had some guys that would come here and there. And that's how we also learned too, was we met some German brothers yeah, and Russian brothers that was doing crazy stuff like but that wasn't a routine that wasn't like a weekly thing yeah you know what I mean? they just went they was just there spontaneously you yeah, know what i mean and it was like oh we're gonna start coming over here mm-hmm. while we're in school over here you know what i mean eventually they left but they was doing backflips off the monkey bars and they was doing crazy stuff you know what i mean yeah. and that's what introduced us into calisthenics and me i didn't want nothing to do with it at first i'm like i'm, I'm power lifters i hang out with animals I mean, we bark at people. <laughs> <laughs> we got big chains around our necks. You know what I mean? Big heavy weighted yeah. chains. We doing stupid shit. That was the only calisthenics we did was dips with the chains. Mm-hmm. That was it. Before I met them. I remember, bro. Push ups and me and you, dips. You had me doing dips with forty five pound plate around around my waist when I was like twenty, nineteen. Yeah, I love that shit, man. That's the only thing I wish I would have did when I still had all the strength was do that uh the expo. I should have I should have tried that. that. The, the, yeah, the way they did. Yeah, I was strong as hell then too. Because mm. I think the mo- most I ever did was three plates and a twenty-five, bro. That's a lot. I got yeah. one, but still to even get that up, that's serious. You know what I mean? Three forty-five plates and a twenty-five was the most I ever did. And guess who was that's there? Crazy. And I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna make fun of you. But I wasn't happy with your head, do. Uh, Paulie D was there at, um, at Wow, Wow and East Providence when I did it. 
Okay. I know he's watching me. <laughs> nah, because I knew his um his bodyguard or whatever. I don't know if it's but he's probably his boy. But I guess he used to come in the barber shop and get his hair cut by one of the barbers. God bless that just passed away actually. You know what I mean? Not my boy Julian. His brother Aunt Aunt Romeo. Shout out to him and my boy Julian. R.I.P. But yeah, so I seen him in there. But that was the first time I ever got it, it was in Wow. In East Providence. Damn. That was the first gym that actually got me in shape because of my boy Jacob again. Oh, boy with the backpack boy. With the backpack. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Man. Wow in East Providence. Great gym. It was like a community gym. It was nothing like the new gyms now when like, you know, what I mean we all like a lot of us will say hi to each other and mm -hmm. stuff, but that gym was more like real deal, like a community gym. Like everybody shook each other's hand, everybody talked yeah, to everybody. It was like a real deal. Like you knew the time you knew that when you was there, you knew who you was gonna see. You know what I mean? That's funny. Staff, it was a dope gym, I can't lie. They ain't like that no more, but still got the same machines. But that gym changed my life. It was three years of there, it was this dramatic change. Lost all the weight, lost like 80 pounds. Shit, then went down to 190. And shit, just went on my power uh, lifting shit with my cousin. He, he, he came out and needed, you know, a little, little ride to the gym. I said, yo, just train me. Mm -hmm. I'd bring you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cuz brought me to the gym, we got it in. And after that, I met you. I got, you know what I mean? And I was in shape by then. Yeah. When did you move to Cranston? Five years ago, in October. Yeah, it was So like, if I stayed there till this September, it would have been six. Yeah, it was like five two years. years it was while I was in college. It was like two years before I moved down. Yeah. Yeah, it was the best thing that ever happened. Cranston was a place that I manifested first as a kid. Mm. Crazy how you manifest stuff as a kid, you don't even know it. You have no idea that you're doing it. Cars, mm -hmm. apartments, everything, like everything. So uh, we got a lot of powerful tools, man. We just got to explore them. All right, I want to end with one simple thing. Um, three books or podcasts or people to uh listen to people can listen to um that that they can learn from books like we said don't sweat the small stuff mm. that's a great book cool um i can't give them the numbers book because you can't get it it's probably not everybody's gonna be able to get that yeah book. you know what i mean so and people ain't gonna take the time to really read that book like that unless they learn about numerology. So get a numerology book first. Learn about number patterns. Um, and miracle of mindfulness, man. So you wanna get on your breathing, you wanna get on your really like full understanding of how to try to function and really like think about everything solid before you actually act on it. Miracle of mindfulness is a great book. So those, those are like Bibles, something you can keep reading over and over and over because mm -hmm. you'll never completely master it like golf. You like know golf. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like something that's always going to be a challenge, something that can always help you for the rest of your life. Uh -huh. Those are kind of books I like to read. And the one I say listen to Mike Tyson's podcast, Joe Rogan's podcast, uh -huh. and uh, I like Drink Champs, even though it's like, you know, with the hip-hop shit. But, you know, it's just, <laughs> but I, don't, I don't really... You stay like, in the game I, a little I, bit. I'll promote the other two. Like far as like with wellness, but and like consciousness, Mike talks about everything. I don't really follow much podcast though. Uh, you can YouTube Kevin Trude and Earl Nightingale, uh, Napoleon Hill, 
Alan Watts. There's mm. just mad great ones out there like to listen to. Like Alan that will change your whole perspective on life. You know what I mean? And that's that's what I like to do. Uh, I like to look up information that's going to change my whole understanding of what we are in right now. Mm. And what was the other thing you asked? You said podcasts, books, and just people. So you name yeah. yeah. So yeah. You tackled it. Earl Nightingale, uh, Kevin Trebay. Yeah, Treday. Treday. Yep. Alan Watts. What was the other one? You said uh, after Alan. I think that was uh, Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. Yeah, Napoleon Hill. Yep. Um, there's one more. I can't. I can't. I don't know why I can't say his name. It's so weird. I always forget how to say his name. It's so weird. What's your boy's podcast? The um, the um, the LT360. Oh yeah, you already know that. You know what I mean? We on here. Shit, you have to listen to me soon too. That's gonna be exciting. I might be just as fun as Mike Tyson. That's People ain't gonna be scared of me though when they come hang out with me. Everybody's scared of Mike when they interview me. They don't want to snap. They don't want to be crazy, Mike. It's like, yeah, you don't trigger him. Mike, Mike, don't Mike. trigger him. Yeah. Maniac Mike ain't Mike Tyson now. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, definitely check out Limitless Theory, though. You crazy? It's only going to get better. <laughs> yeah, we're just getting started. I try, try telling people that. And now, yeah. you got new neighbors in town. Yeah, man. That's it, brother. <laughs> Shit. The patterns is real. Follow the patterns. Learn your frequency. You know, learn about your health. Learn about you more than anything. You know, yeah. what makes you better. True that. You got a question for me at all? I always, I always like to hmm. get See. the opportunity. All right. Have you thought about putting some background music in the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very low. We don't have to overpower us, of course. Mm. Give these guys some high frequency. Almost, uh, almost like meditation type frequency. You, you know, can do any I, beat music. You can do anything like mm. that. That would give like a good energy, like the FKJ, the stuff that you sent me. Mm-hmm. It can just be very low elevator music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just I like that give idea. Give people a little taste mm-hmm. of just the the frequency we're on too. You know what I mean? Because remember, everything goes off of tones. Yeah. We do a podcast talk about that. Oh, I would love to talk about that. Stuff. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna chop it all up. Bring up books and everything. We're gonna make a we're gonna make a song. Music. I'll do that too. You know, I told you can't you. tell everybody about me doing music, though, man. You were supposed to be on the low. What do you mean? I yeah. didn't even know you was doing music. They don't know. I don't do music. What are you talking about? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Fucking Florida Mike <laughs> wrestling gears and shit out here. You he got the hat for it and everything. <laughs> you, know you know that, you know that gator that got your hand? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got his head. <laughs> got his tooth. Uh, nice chain. Oh, shit. Wear that sucker. That's funny. Put Thank it on y'all. Your bucket hat, man. Yo, that would be dope if you got a little tooth to go on your bucket hat. Uh, that would be pretty cool. That man. would I be really dope. Look like I'm from over here. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, he's got to be a native. <laughs> this I hear me talking about. Hey, what, what the hell? <laughs> I just start catering to a manipulation. Like, hey there, boy. What's up, man? <laughs> I go down to the beach, you know, rest some gators. Head over to the Everglades. I put little snakes in headlocks. <laughs> <laughs> Eat That's scorpions. Funny. There's all no scorpions out here. There ain't no scorpions. <laughs> Just them big ass palmetto bugs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. I have Sarah get the ass, and that's it. That's funny.
Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir, man. Definitely dope great. vibes always, brother. We've been trying to do this for years. Yeah. <laughs> it is You've been trying to do this. <laughs> I've been dodging them. Finally, I wasn't mentally right. Yeah, it's all good. We here. We did it. I'm proud of this man for moving down here. I'm grateful for him. He's done a lot for me, more so than he knows. Uh, it's crazy how things, energies interchange. You meet people you never had any intention of, and then uh, somehow they end up creating uh, this this relationship, and then all of a sudden you move fucking 1,500 miles away. It's crazy. Still staying close and tight, and all of a sudden follows, and it, it happens. Blessed. And it's just you know, that just tells you, you know, it's all about the mind and your thoughts, you know, where you want to go with it. And this man is the reason that I have someone to edit my podcast. So fucking Kevin, because this Kev, man. shout out to Kev. This man, shit. Kev, KJax. Because yeah, my boy uh, do some business with me too in the future. But, you know, that's why we here. It's crazy because when I was doing the fucking. American Ninja Warrior, this man's out here making friends at a fitness expo, and all of a sudden he walks over, hey, this is my man Kevin, what's up, Kevin? Hey, Kevin's doing? friendly as hell, he was <laughs> over there introducing himself, he was real open, man, he's a real cool-ass dude, you can feel the energy, That's crazy. Yeah, great energy, too. Him so and Turbo, wild. man, him and Turbo at the same time, damn, yeah. man. <laughs> and I'm over there talking to Turbo about everything with him judging and the, the competition, and then here comes Kevin, just chilling out there with me and shit, watching him. That's just dope, man. Dope, and now man. we're all in this nice little pattern yeah it's crazy yep can't explain it but all he knows is uh there is a greater power at work for sure 100 percent, man so uh much love thank y'all for watching remember i am we are life is limitless baby yes sir and Blessings. um that's it take care straight world boys peace out